Hi, good evening, everyone. Uh, we're a little late, but it's okay. We were just troubleshooting some stuff. Oh, hang on. I gotta, I'm hearing, my, hearing myself. There we go. You what? Uh, I just, I was seeing the stream come through, and I was hearing it. I didn't have it muted. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, yeah. All right. You you are looking pretty fuzzy there, but it's all right. I well, mean, I mean, I'm so far away from the camera. I mean, that's just how it is. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't know if it was like the. Well, I've been streaming upstairs where my camera is also far away from me, but less far away. <laughs> I see. I didn't know if you were using like the newer webcam. I thought you were using the newer webcam downstairs. I am. I am using the newer one downstairs, but it's even further away from me. The older webcam is upstairs, but it's a little closer. So it looks oh. fuzzy too, but not as fuzzy because it's closer to me. But this one's really far away. Oh, I mean, I thought it was, uh, I mean, it's, it's looked better at the same distance. Well, uh, now it's kind of catching up. Maybe it, maybe it was now. out of focus. Maybe. Maybe that was yeah, it. Yeah, now that I see it, it does look like it's sharper than it was a second ago. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I'm going. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, here we are. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess the RetroTink video came out. Yeah, it was very relieving for you, I'm sure. Yeah. That. I mean, you know, what's, what's weird about that episode was, you know, oftentimes I, I find like editing to be the most stressful part of a video. But in this case, I think it was like the materials gathering that was like, it just, it was just really time consuming. <laughs> and like, you know, I had to do, had to do, a, I felt like I had to do a lot of like leaning forward to like look really close at the screen and make sure that everything looked right before mm -hmm. recording. And, you know, I'm, that was just like physically exhausting, like, you know, doing all that pixel peeping. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that was, you know, you were doing the uh, 1440p, which is not something that I could have captured right. from here anyways. So, I mean, like there's... That that puts some extra stress, I think, on you. Yeah, yeah. But it was, uh, I mean, it was, it, it, I think it came together pretty well. I, I, I was telling you, I think I edited it the most non-linearly of any mm -hmm. video I've ever edited. I mean, I was just dropping stuff, beginning, middle, end of the timeline, just in no particular order. And just over time, it finally filled in. You know, there were some people who, who, Thought we didn't show enough PS2. Yeah, but you did a, a lot of PS2. I thought I did or a I, lot I of PS2. Because, like, almost any time that there was 480i stuff, I mean, there were a few Saturn, a few uh, uh, PS1, uh, maybe one N6 or uh, one GameCube thing. 
But like, it was almost all PS2, and I almost felt like, uh, you know, like, is it too much PS2? But some people are <laughs> like, like, some people, that's all they wanted to see. But you know, I think something that some people uh, don't think about sometimes is like, well, that's just one console of many consoles. You know, I know the console yeah. you want to see may not be, you know, represented by as many games as you want, but like, and I understand, like there wasn't a ton of that original Xbox stuff in there. For example, there probably could have been more, but, uh, I mean, you know, it, it's the same thing when people say like, oh, there's too many, too many Nintendo systems. And it's like, well, Nintendo has made more systems. Yeah. <laughs> so what, 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 what can you do? What can, what you, can you do, do about that? You know? And we just need to show as many different systems as we possibly can. And I recorded like two or three per system that I, that I sent to you. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a lot of material. It was a lot. I mean, you know, like I I spent probably, I, I probably did like a 10 plus hour, probably right at 10 hour, just like marathon session of gathering B-roll, gathering the last comparisons, gathering the last. Oh, on Friday. Uh, yeah, that was for, uh, no, I guess that was Thursday. That was Thursday. I just did this marathon session and that was like covering the last, like probably less than five minutes of the video. (laughs) And, Like it just took a a lot, you know, I was thinking about like when we, from the day we decide like, man, we should probably like drop everything and do a retro tank video. It would be weird if we didn't, but from, and we got a late start on it. We, I mean, we could have started earlier. Yeah. But from the day that we decide like we should really do this ASAP to the day I finished. That was 16 days. And I would say most days I was probably working 10 to 12 hours, you know, probably 10 ish on average. So if you multiply 16 times 10, that's 160 hours. That's a month's worth of work in like 16 days. It was, it was a lot but I'm happy with how it turned out. And it seems like uh, most people are too. So, and it ended up being about 12 minutes longer than you were expecting. Oh, yeah. You were forecasting last, like even as, as early as last week. Well, as recently as last week, you were, I mean, you you were saying, I think it's gonna be about 27, 28 minutes. That was based on the script. About two days later, you said, this is a lot longer than I thought it was going (laughs) to be. Well, yeah. And what, uh, what was funny too was, you know, you kept running into little things as you were testing that you felt you needed to add to the script, like your situation with the master system and the 3DO. And then you sort of figured out some more stuff about, uh, um, downscaling that you added. And what was funny was in the original script, I just wrote this very simple thing where you're just going to like, basically talk about, you know, it does this, it does this couple of quick pointers, but you say, you know, we're not going to get into anything crazy. Cause we just did this whole video. 
And then <laughs> you like proceed to talk about it for like three minutes. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I added a lot of stuff. Yeah. A lot of stuff onto that segment because being able to uh, stretch it to 16 by nine and have it be a proper aspect ratio, even though you're like losing the sides is, I think that's kind of impo- important mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're kind of far behind on the, uh, the donations. I'm going to go ahead and uh, back up because we had, we had a uh, $5 uh, almost 15 minutes ago from uh, rad ranger. Oh, thank you. Sa- thank you. Saying, enjoy the retro tink five X video. Great job. Well, thank you. Thank you. There was, there was also $5 from a uh, bit spasm saying the best part of the five X video is how much, Mark's southern folkishness came out. Honestly, the funniest part of the video. I laughed out loud both times I watched. Uh, I, th- I thought that your on-camera stuff was easily the best part of the, of the video. <laughs> I, I felt like, I, I, I still felt like I, you know, I had, had that 8-7 rant stuck in my throat a little bit, you know? Uh, I, I, I had a little bit of energy left from that that I... I uh... I guess I was able to channel into into my on cam bits. <laughs> I see that Shinjan PV is saying that anyone hearing random random static in the audio. One of the reasons we started so late is because we couldn't get audio to sound right. Uh, I don't know if it has anything to do with any of your settings within Discord, but we're not going to worry about it right now. That's why we yeah, got a fifteen minute. I, I can't imagine why that would happen. I don't I don't hear it coming from Corey, so maybe. I hear it come. I heard it coming out when you were talking. Oh, really? But it's it's not. Well, it might be the other microphone. It's not, it's not static. It's, it's just like it, it's not. It's not making it so that I can't hear you. It's just like in your audio. Well, maybe it, it might be the other microphone I had set up for the magazine opening, which we'll get to in just a second. Oh, I see. That probably is it then. Uh, there was all. Uh, there was also uh, five dollars from uh, Mike Sherry. Thank you. Thank you. Saying now, I want to see if I can get the retro tank, see if I can get the retro tank uh, to work with my Atari 800 component cable, if it gets back in the stock soon. Uh, I mean, that's that is a thing that a lot of people have said in the comments. Oh, it's yet another time that you're doing a video and you can't buy it, and there's 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 nothing we can do about it. And even if we Waited until the second it was in stock and then released the video. At some point, it would be out of stock. I mean, it sold out in seven when, when, minutes. Yeah, but they're they're they have more on the way. They're going to have more in like in June. Yeah, in in less than a month from now. Yeah, I mean, and there's just there's nothing we can do about that. I mean, to, I think uh, I think people have to realize to like unless we unless we hide and re uh, like list and unlist the video as it goes in and out of stock. Yeah. I mean, I think you have to understand it. It's, it's, uh, it's, 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 uh, it's Mike and his wife shipping them out from their house. You know, I yeah. mean, you know, it's, it, you know, as much as people are like, why can't people keep things in stock? It's like, well, you know, I, I think you're overestimating the demand for products like this. It's a high demand within a niche, but it's, a, it's still a niche, you know? Yeah. And they can only get so many, I guess. Like the, they only ordered so many at one time, and then they're gonna get. They'll have more in a month. You know, it just it's just the way it is. There's nothing we can really do about it. Yeah. Um. Uh, there's also five dollars from Kodokun. Thank you. 
saying as a fellow editor, 10 hours a day is something I, I cry thinking about. Uh, your work shows through. Great job with on the 5X video. Yeah, those long days when you just like are sitting in the chair all day long, it is, it's, it, it can wear you down. So, really sometimes can. when you're, when you're in the middle of that, you just have this feeling. It's just like, man, how do I ever finish these things? Like they, I get them finished all the time, but it's just like, you forget that feeling of accomplishment <laughs> until it's actually yeah. done again. Yeah. There are people selling retro tanks on eBay for, for six, $600, which is so anybody's stupid. buying that. That's stupid. Just wait. A I mean, like that annoys me so much more than people selling PS fives. There's no way you're going to get $600 worth of use in the next month out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Or $300 worth of additional use. Yeah. So why don't we get to the magazine? Yeah. Let's just see what you got and skim through it real quick. Then we can get to this game. I'm, I'm interested to see what this game is like. I ordered it as well and I just have it hasn't shipped yet. Yeah, well, I mean, the first thing, you know, I, I, I don't think the, the art from Tom, Tom Du Bois is in here anywhere. But, uh, you know, he did art for it. That was when I first heard about it. But it's got, like, a reversible cover with, like, two art styles. It's also got 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 Game Goblin in here. Goblins. It's, it's... Got uh, the goblins. It's, it's... it's uh, it's, it's like it's like game genie codes <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of cool but uh i i know so little about the game but a lot of people said oh you should definitely get this while it's available yeah well it's uh it's it's uh pretty good from what i hear now it seemed pretty cool from the little bit i booted up so so yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm gonna look away from the the magazine as i open it here we go all right, let's. You know, I got a shipping notification for my next one, like already, and I just got this. this it is. This is ridiculous. It's just, there's just coming fast and furious now. All, All right. right, here we go. I'm watching it. I'm not oh, looking. I'm not looking. Oh, hang on, hang on. Slowly, slowly. It is very, very similar to your last one, I think. Oh, yeah. I think you're gonna like it. Oh, geez, you are just getting gameplay. A lot of these. Crazy. It's probably the, the next month. It Was it Killer Instinct on the on yours before? Oh, Donkey Kong Country too. That's that's uh, it's Glacius versus uh, I don't know who the lizard guy is. Oh, so I, I guess it's, it's probably I'm guessing probably ninety five. It is ninety five. August ninety five. Oh, that's, that's a good. That's good. Yeah, I, I like '95. Yeah, I mean that was you know '95 was like the year that I started, uh, like kind of actively starting to follow games, like in the sense that yeah. I was like anticipating upcoming games and stuff because like I I, I kind of look back and feel like. You know, usually I was aware of games I wanted when they released, but like Yoshi's Island was the like the first one that I was like aware of before release and like super hyped about and had to get day one. Yeah. Panzer Dragoon. Yeah, it's probably got all these, it's right around the Saturn launch, obviously. Head for Saturn. And it looks like that is the uh uh Shinjan was asking if that's the uh, the 
SNES or the arcade version. It looks like it's the 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 home version, the SNES version. Look, look, look at this play it loud text advertising Chrono Trigger. Oh yes, I do remember that. I remember that very well. It's about time. <laughs> Not a great ad, for sure. It's cool seeing the screenshots and everything, but it's it's a very messy looking ad. Yeah. So is this like have I only gotten I got a PlayStation you, magazine and then three game players, I think? Yeah. Yeah. You've you have gone you've got gone heavy on the, the game players. <laughs> pretty cool comic. Oh, that's a I bad have. thing. It's pretty good comic, comic zone. Yeah, this is a it's a pretty good year, it seems like. Whoa, what's this, this uh Saturn Ellipse Pad is that is that a thing that released? I guess these Saturn. are third party. Yeah. That uh, what is that? Is that the turbo button? That that blue button on that one right there? Like it, it makes me think of how uh. Hori... Like a third button. Well, it Maybe makes me think of how Hori put the uh the Z button on the face of the Hori Pad for the GameCube yeah. controller. Oh wow! Look at this. Virtual Boy set for August launch, and look at these. Does. Does the Jap the Japanese Virtual Boy doesn't have like Famicom color buttons. color buttons, does it? I mean, I... You're asking the wrong guy. I, I mean, if it does, that's completely news to me. I have never seen that before. You f you're going to feel like you need to get a Japanese one now. Well, no, but I'm curious. You know, I actually kind of... I, I think the Virtual Boy controller is, like, actually kind of really comfortable. <laughs> Ort said seven is saying that that four Tink five X is sold for five hundred dollars on eBay. What is ridiculous? Oh my god! Four four sold. Tink, yeah, are sold, Jeez. which is is so dumb. Just you're not going to get that extra amount of enjoyment and use out of it to justify waiting, you know, in the next month for that to be worth it. So let's see right here. Hot on the heels of the Jags price drop to $159.99, Atari unveiled the system's long-awaited virtual reality headset at the E3 show this past May. Did this release? I've never seen this thing before. But it's a, for the Genesis? No, for the Jag. Oh, that's called thing the Jaguar VR. Yeah, I, I, they probably just had so many different things that they were thrown out there saying that it was in various states of development, but there's no way. There's no way that came out. Uh, there was five uh, pounds, or, or 499 pounds from uh, Menergy. Thank, Thank you. you. Saying, uh, hi, love the channel. Quick question, are there any advantages to getting an NTSC PlayStation 2 over a PAL one using OSSC with the Sony component cables? Wait, getting a uh, PAL one? Right. Why would versus you, an NTSC, I mean, yeah. Are you in okay. are you in PAL regions or not in PAL? I mean, all regions of PS2 support RGB, if that's what you're wondering about. Has nothing right. to do with RGB. Um If you have a choice, I mean I would get I would get an NTSC one if you're playing it on it. Yeah. All 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 systems can do RGB, but the thing is 
Like, component is just, like, for the games that do support 480p, component is way easier to use because you have to use sync on green for uh, PS2 480p over RGB, and not all devices support that. Right. Um, The the, the Tink 5X supports sync on green, though. Does it? Someone asked that? I mean, I I, I, I don't know for sure either, but I'm assuming that it does. I don't know why it couldn't. The FrameMeister doesn't. Right, but I'm pretty but my sure PS2 this is, is hooked up component. It, it just because right. even even on the Frame Meister and like if you're using your uh, like 20L5, like you have to like change the sync mode after you activate 480p, and you have to right. switch the Frame Meister then to sync on green. So it's just it's a pain to use. Whereas on component, it's automatic. Yeah. I'm assuming that it does support it, though. <laughs> Chrono Trigger sold 2 million g- carts in Japan in two months, it says. That's impressive. I wonder how many it sold in the U.S., though. Probably. I bet it didn't even sell anywhere. I bet it didn't even sell half a million. No, I mean, I mean obviously, the U.S. version is quite expensive. Japanese version is, you know, common, common, common. Uh, there's five dollars from my Shinjon PV. Thank you. Saying I uh, try Virtual Boy RGB 200 level episode when. You know, if I if I get one of those virtual taps someday, maybe so. I uh, I would like one, but I just you know my Virtual Boy works fine. At least the last time I used it, it worked fine. <laughs> so I don't want to I don't want to do that. Here's Virtual Virtual Fighter was uh, was in the episode, wasn't it? I think so. Uh, Virtua Fighter 4 would have been in it. Or, you know, I, Virtua Fighter 2 and 4 That's are right. in it. That's right. It was 2 on the Saturn, right? Yeah. And for the record, you know, the best character in Virtua Fighter is... the Actually, the character with the best name is Jeffrey McWild. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine having that last name, McWild? McWild? That would, that would be pretty great. Clockwork Knight and Estelle. Lots of Saturn coverage in this. Uh... Almost as good as the name Train Davis. <laughs> I uh, I really need to play more or of Estelle. Truck, truck like Davis. I'm sorry. Truck Davis. Panzer Dragoon. Yeah. Panzer Dragoon begins with the most impressive opening sequences ever. The most Which... impressive opening sequences. The the, the 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 is in the first level. I could say I understand if it I was. He, I think he's talking about level, the FMV. But not, but not the FMV. The FMV is like not great. But this is this is 1995. Like yeah, but that's the FMV was not. Yeah, I I don't feel as particularly. Ex- no, but it, in 1995, I guess it could have impressed. Daytona USA, man, lots of Saturn. Okay, here's PlayStation. I don't even know if I knew that there was a version of Bust a Move on Super Nintendo. Oh, yeah? I, I don't think I knew. I just got a copy of NHLPA Hockey for the Super Nintendo today. Hmm. I, and the, the local... Uh, the local like garage sale list. Someone was selling like a big bag full of games for for fifty dollars, and I went and bought it. 
and uh, oh no, was, this what? game stinks. It's it's what it's the it's this oh, the Earthbound? Earthbound ad. Oh, it's it's in good shape though. It has a whole thing. Yeah. Man, like what a misguided. This game stinks. What a misguided ad campaign. And I definitely was turned off by it. That combined with, you know, when you when you compare that against Chrono Trigger, which is yeah. you know came out at the same time. I, I got to really hand it to people, and they they knew exactly like, they were smarter than I was at the time. It's still like to buy Earthbound. Yeah. But when I saw that. I thought, like, this doesn't look very good. I'm not going to buy this. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just like, I mean, they're just like, oh, you like, who buys video games? Boys buy video games. What do boys like? Boys like gross stuff, you know? Yeah, well, that is, that is the entire Play It Loud era of Nintendo. And, and so much more so than than Sega ever, ever did, I think. Oh, so this is just regular Killer Instinct that I guess we're talking about here. Yeah, who's your favorite Killer, Killer Instinct, Instinct character? came out in 95, and then Gold came out in 96? At least on consoles. Oh, I don't think that it came out in 96. It was what, the after instinct? I... It was after I I was working at, uh, at Electronic But I mean, the N64 version, didn't it come out in 96? I bet it came out in '97 or early '98. Uh, well, it, the you know the uh, I, I I I can't remember the Killer Instinct enemies names. This yeah. guy, I think the the robot guy, he's on the you know the launch N64 box. The robot guy. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he's only the best character in the game. It's uh. Well, God. It's it's full gore. He That's looks right. exactly like a predator. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at this wild guns ad. Oh, that's good stuff. I did work at Electronics Boutique. I worked there from 1997 until probably 2001. I I was there consistently from like from 97 to uh, through the summer of 99. And then I, when I went away to school, I did not work there for you know two semesters, you know a year of school. But I did work there during the holidays when I was in like. In between school, I see that Lunar too. Yeah, ad. three three page Lunar two ad. Yeah, what's I I, in the darkest hour, hope springs eternal. I love that ad the first time, ever. So I still think it's pretty great. Another production and glorious three B. <laughs> another one. Another one. But yeah, I worked there for a long time. I really liked it. I see Rocks Media saying SSX Tricky was the best snowboarding game. I went and bought SSX three for the for the uh, Xbox today because I forgot that it was backwards compatible on the on the oh, Series really? X. It's like in four K and everything. That and, looks amazing. And SSX three is is amazing. It is one of my favorite like racing or sports game of all time maybe my maybe my favorite one i i put so many hours when i first moved to new york and i i brought my ps2 that was basically the only game that i brought with me 
Oh, I played it. look, Gunner's Heaven. Oh yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. I mean, I, I'd obviously I'd have to read the article a little more uh, closely to see like whether they thought there was any chance of it coming out here or not. Yeah, SSX three is so good. It is so good. It is doing the whole mountain with the uh, what's the what's the song that plays when you do the whole mountain race? It's like this the uh, something symphony. <laughs> I have no idea. This ad cracks me up. Wouldn't it be nice? What? And like, you know, here's KO Flying Squadron, twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, wouldn't wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> wouldn't it be nice? What else is there? KO. Uh... Dungeon Master Two, Rebel Assault, Samurai Showdown, Fatal Fury Special, Heimdall, yeah. Time Cop, Indiana Jones, Return of the Jab. I mean, it's kicking off with KO here. KO Flying Squadron. What? Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't, wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mike M, because I remember Yellow Card being in SSX3 is the first time I ever heard them. And it was like, what's this? Is it like Way Away was the song? What else was the one that I liked in it? I'd have to look at the... There's two songs in it that I really, really liked. But yeah, I see the... the uh, David Lichtman is saying hybrid Finnish symphony. That's the one that it was, it's so cool. The way that what they did with the, uh, they had like all the audio stems so that when you catch like a lot of air, like parts of the, the song, like certain instruments, like drop out. And if you land the trick, it like all like kicks in at the same time. And it's, it's just the coolest thing. Yes, I mean, it's, uh... it's such a typical thing now, I guess, but back then I thought it was just really put that extra like oomph into the uh like like a good good race here's a alone the dark 3do version which is in the episode yeah it was in the episode yeah my friend lou used to be so afraid of that that zombie in that game like in in the uh in the breaks through the window in the attic Oh, win the ultimate gaming rig. It's in like every magazine. Yep. For a long time, it was. Here's here's the issue that I got last time right here. So it wasn't the next month, but it was March 95. <laughs> it was... Um, I think the one that you're thinking of where you said, oh, maybe it's the next issue was Mario 64. But I, I'm not sure what month that was. Actually, that had to have been 96. So. I don't think they were that adjacent in terms of these issues. In 1995, games will change <laughs> forever. Oh, Next Generation. I got an issue of Next Generation as one of my magazines. Oh, man. I mean, here's here's some playing it loud. I mean, is it gross? Next Probably. One, uh, call them cute gets a fireball in the butt. Yep. I mean, that one's not that gross, but it's it's still, you know, still got some underwear in it. 
Uh, there is $2 from Warren Hokey. Thank you. It's saying, looking for a hidden gem RPG on the Game Boy Color. Any suggestions? Game Boy Color. Um, you know, there was... I haven't played it other than booting up it, booting it up for a few minutes on uh, EverDrive, but there is... There is a game called Brian's Quest that is like a sequel or prequel or sidequel or something unrelated to Quest 64. You know, oh. he plays Brian, the main character of Quest 64. And it's like, you know. Oh, but I see. Okay. It's more Brian. like, you know, and it's just like a regular overhead, like turn-based 8-bit RPG. But I don't know much about it other than that. But I mean, I would just go ahead and say you should, it's not a hidden gem, but you should just play Dragon Quest Three. Absolutely. And you know, uh, there's $5 from uh, Jonathan Hinson saying, hey, Corey, what version or port of Lunar should I play? Uh, I will always say the Sega CD one, but if I, I like the Sega CD one because it was my first one. And I think the music is vastly superior to the, the remake. But I think that the remake is probably more approachable and probably easier to get to play now. And also, uh, it just has a, a much more expanded story in it. And there, it, honestly, it's worth playing them both because it's really interesting to see the changes that are made when they expanded the length. I need to sit there, Sandy. Can I sit there, please? Please. Andy, move your butt. <laughs> move your butt. Sandy. I'm, I'm going to sit here, okay? I'm going to sit here. This is, this is how it goes. Every day, it's like you're just... You're just like, you just talk to her real gently. I'm going to sit here. <laughs> Andy, can you do me a favor? and Like, just let me sit here. Please? <laughs> She's like, nope. Nope. All day long, you're just uh, saying. I'm curious, now that I've unplugged uh, that other microphone, is that buzz that people were talking about earlier, is it gone? That that could be it. I don't really hear it. Uh, in terms of, like, the unworked versus the worked versus unworked, I think that it doesn't really matter for the Sega CD one. Probably doesn't matter for the uh, for the PS1 version either. But I think that it's very important for a Lunar 2. In, in which case, you should just play the PlayStation 1 version of Lunar 2 because they're very, very similar. And I think that the, the PS1 version is probably just like a lot more fun. I really like this opening I mean, sequence. Because really I feel like... It, it looks like... What, what, what if the NES had like PC Engine style... You're playing with scan lines on. I, I I did turn it on just to see what it looks like. I, I don't know. Are they holding up on the stream at all? It doesn't look bad to me. But I'll, 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 I'll turn them off to actually play. But yeah, they look pretty neat. I mean, it's, it's definitely going for like a shadow mask look. But they line up well and everything. I mean, as far as I can tell, it appears to be a square pixel 
uh, game, which is, you know, the easiest way to ensure that uh, it's going to uh, look good. But yeah, I'll turn it off. It's also got a curve version. Oh. That's pretty, uh, pretty there's $5 good. from EB Chill, too. Thank you. Saying I got a notification that my 5X is shipped. I have to figure out where to set it up now. Uh, but now I got to practice my uh, use, usos, usos. I'm not, I'm not familiar with, with, with what usos, usos is. Um, saying great video guys, have a great week. And I hope you have a great week. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the, the thing to figure out, I guess, is, uh, you know, how to deal with that SCART port if you are using SCART. So... You, you can, like, hop out of your vehicle, like, Blaster Master style, but I, I believe she can, like, she's probably a little more capable than on-foot Jason is in the side-scrolling. Yeah, well, this is pretty cool. This, this is a good good mixture of that. And seeing, like, the mech. I remember the there's this game called Metal Mech on the, on the uh, NES that I thought was... It was kind of like this, but you had like in this walker thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, but you, you get out like like in Blaster Master, and I was so excited for it. And it's it is it's horrible. Yeah, it does not. It is horrible. It does not play well. Yeah. Uh, I remember renting it and just thinking it was it was really, really bad. But I, I think I did some. So I recorded some footage of it in for the. Uh, uh, oh, look at that. The NT NT mini episode, and I just like cannot believe that it, it was as bad as it is. Oh, that's cool! So you can do like a down slash. This huh. is pretty cool. This this seems like it's, it's like as uh, as uh, Cloud FF seventy two thousand is saying Metal Storm meets Rastan, mm. and I I would I'd say that that's pretty it seems pretty accurate. It's like Metal Storm. Uh, meets Rastan meets Blaster Master. So uh, I'm not sure what this was on originally, but this, I, it I seems think like Switch. Cool. Is it Switch exclusive? I don't know. Oh, interesting. So my your weapon breaks if you throw it. Ah, but you can throw it. Uh, this is an interesting question. Uh, from is four ninety nine from Daniel Salazar, saying if you could develop a t new two D Castlevania game to run on original hardware, which lesser known system would you choose? Sega CD, thirty two X, three DO, Jaguar, etc. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I you got like a hockey stick. Uh, I I'm gonna say. I'm going to say Sega CD. Yeah, Sega I, CD. I, that's a good choice. I feel like that would be the most accessible one. Thanks to like flash carts, you know? Yeah. But also just, it would have been very, very similar to, uh, to like Rondo blood. I think. I, I mean, It'd be really cool to see. I still haven't played that that Castlevania Resurrection uh, 
demo that leaked. And it was just, it didn't really leak, it just like was released. I should do that. That's cool, you got a little swing in. You can do a little Are you looking too. at the stream or should I, should I close the, to save bandwidth? Should I close the... No, no, it's fine. I'm going back and forth. Oh, okay. I go back and forth. Uh, there's also $5 from Container7. Thank you. Saying I uh, ordered a 1440p monitor today with the M with the MLEG Amazon affiliate link. Went with the Dell uh, S2721D 27-inch. Also, thanks for the SX <laughs> SSX3 recommendation. Mm. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, I have to admit, hearing your enthusiasm for the 1440p almost had me had me getting one, but then I'm like, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hold out. I'm not gonna get one. I, I mean, don't I don't need another monitor. I don't need another monitor in this house. Actually I just like I took two of my like twenty seven inch ten eighty P monitors and uh, I had them just like hooked up to different things for no reason. And I decided I'm just gonna like I'm just gonna take them down. I don't need them. And I just like I gave one to a friend. I mean I'm be honest, I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of thinking about like getting a, uh, um, fourteen forty, like maybe at some point two fourteen forty p monitors for like my editing setup because I realize like the horizontal resolution of fourteen forty p is the same as uh, you know the horizontal resolution on my ultra wide ten eighty p editing mod, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, there's also $5 from uh, from Gaming Blow saying, last magazine uh, you guys did was Game Player's Mar was the Game Player's Mario 64 issue. I've been seeking that issue for years. Years! Really? Got it on eBay and I'm so happy. Thank you. <laughs> well, you don't need to thank us for anything. You're the one that, that got it. But maybe... Maybe it, 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 he remembered which issue it was he was looking for. Right. Uh, I hope that Gaming Blows enjoyed the 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 prism in the episode. Yeah. Of the you know the last unicorn or whatever. I think called. was it Demo Kirby dark, that, uh, that wanted uh, Gamera two thousand. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if if if, uh, if Demo Kirby did Demo Kirby say say anything in the uh, in the Discord about it. I do uh, gotta play that. It's very, it's it's very cool. Yeah, that 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 and the Ghost in the Shell game have been the the what what game people are asking for this episode. Yeah, I knew that the Ghost in the Shell would be. And I it's I find it most surprising that fans of Ghost in the Shell don't realize that there's a Ghost in the Shell game on the PS One. You know, I think that, that that was very surprising to me. I almost bought Ghost in the Shell standalone complex on the PS2 a couple of weeks ago. That's one that I thought, think, based on the footage I've seen, looks really, really cool. And I think that it's something that I do want to buy. I mean, it's 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 kind of expensive, but no, it's not that bad. It's not as expensive as the PS1 game. The PS1 game's pretty pricey now, I think. 
I feel like I am supposed to have my mech right now, and I don't think I can get... I feel like I, I was supposed to get up here with my mech, and I didn't understand how, and now I can't <laughs> get back to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bungie's Oni might be the best Ghost in a Shell game. I, I've always wanted to play it. And uh, the, the character looks very, very similar. Uh, the, the I, major my my, uh, my cousin's husband had that game back in the day. I remember watching him play it a little bit. And I remember he was saying like the 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 layouts of the buildings were were designed by actual architects for this game. <laughs> really, that was what they said. I, who I, said that? I I I guess I don't I don't I don't know if. I mean that must. I mean he must have read that from a magazine or something, you know. So it's probably true. I'm sure you can tell. Uh, like, well, I mean, I remember looking at, it and I'm like, I don't know. This <laughs> looks like. I was like, this. I I just remember thinking it, that it looked like any other video game, uh, <laughs> like. Just, you know, completely pointless rooms with things in them that wouldn't actually be functional, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I misjudged it. Uh, there's $5 from Robert Hernandez, who says, Thank you both for the excellent RetroTink 5X video. If you if you were to buy, if I were to, or if you were to buy, buy a modern TV specifically for video games, which would you recommend? I, I mean, see a lot of people are saying the LG OLED CX. I mean, or, it sounds like... It? Like people are just gushing over the CX, like it. I mean the. Well, there's a new the newer ones already out now. Is it the C1 or something like that? Or is it like the CX1 or something well, like that? I think. I mean, I'm pretty sure scary. that there is a. The new version is out. Hmm. Yeah, the C1 is the newest one. You just killed that guy with one hit? No, like something else killed it. Ah. This thing killed it, I guess. Time's 9 p.m. It's 9 p.m. Let me turn my lights back up here. But, uh... Well, it's not bad. Uh, but, I mean, I feel like, I mean, everyone's, there, but... you know, obviously spoken well of the, uh the previous uh, LG OLEDs up to now, but I feel like the CX is like on a, like on a whole new level of like people just really loving it. Yeah. And obviously now with like the current gen systems, you know, 4k 120, you know, I, that's something that right. you and I cannot do. We could do 4k or 1080 P 120, but you know, so far I haven't really found many situations where it particularly seemed worth it. Yeah, I mean, I could see myself upgrading in maybe like two or three years, maybe, and taking the other yeah. one, putting it upstairs or something in the living yeah. room, my old one. Yeah, I mean, something. I, there's, I, I really don't 
feel terribly compelled to upgrade. I mean, I'm still like in awe of how good, you know, yeah, modern games can look on this TV. So, you know, I, mean, I still don't get the thing where people say OLED is dark. Like by the nits, I guess technically it is. But, uh, it, it, it's, it still seems like, you know, like the HDR highlights and stuff seem really bright. Like I, I can't, uh, like on standard definition, standard dynamic range stuff. Uh, I, uh, I, I can't, uh, have it on maximum brightness. Cause I think it's too bright. So like, I just hearing that the newer ones are brighter. Like that doesn't, that doesn't do anything for me because this is plenty bright. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next couple of years. Anyways, I, I don't, I don't feel compelled to, to upgrade either. So, F Lover is asking if you played RE Village yet, and you started RE Village, and I so have I, I guess. But I, I, you, you're farther than me now, because yeah. I, I had to take a trip this past week, and I only got back yesterday. Yeah, I started. I started like, playing it last night, so I'm not. Uh, I'm not as far in it as uh, as I'd like to be, but. Uh... I have begun. Yeah, I mean, I'll get back to it tomorrow. I mean, I, I, I just fought, like, what was the first major boss. Oh, okay. Which took a while to get to. Oh, check this out. What? There's a stage select. Oh, so it's like Mega Man-esque. That's why someone was saying that Mega Man fans will like it. Uh, I mean, I I looked at this up on how long to beat, and I, I have not finished in Deny. I mean, it looked like it was like maybe seven hours or something, <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I think it, I think this was the one it started on. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. There's eleven to start with. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, did anybody get a laugh out of seeing my old video VHS stuff <laughs> in, the, in, the, well, in the episode? You know, there was some confusing. I have to be honest. I, I don't quite know either. Like, well, for one, Matt Macheski is in it. Yeah, yeah. We, He's we the brown that, little, that, quick, that quick, quick little cut of Matt in there. I just thought that'd be fun to put him in there. Uh, but then, like, were you were the one that fell on the chair, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then like there was was it you or your brother that was doing like the the high the karate stuff? The what? Like the Mortal Kombat kicking in the kitchen. Oh, that was I was doing the Mortal Kombat, but it, the other guy with the hat that's my that's my friend Dave. Oh, okay, I I thought I I I thought well, I thought I thought I thought one of those shots might have been your brother and not you. It's I it's it's hard to tell no, when I you're was, so well, young and have hair. I was where I was the one wearing the shirt. Or that the button down shirt. Oh, okay. And the other guy had a had a hat on. 
Oh, okay. So the random weapons I'm I'm picking up, there's like a little treasure chest icon when it's like, I guess you can only hold four at a time. And then, uh, then I guess they go into this like inventory. There's a lot of other VHS stuff that I gave you though. I, but I was, it was, it was very curated because, you know, I just thought it was only, it was important only, I didn't want to put anybody in there that, you know, might not want to be in it, in it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I feel the same way about like the old movies I made with my friends, you know, like I'd love to share some of that stuff, but it's like, <laughs> I don't know if they'd really w want that to be seen or not. Yeah. It's pretty cheesy. But it's, the, the, the chair part is, is funny. You know, it's just, it's just, it's cause it's so stupid. The whole idea that video is that it's just like a sequence of bad, of like annoying or bad things happening to me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I get woken up early by like a really loud alarm. And then it's just like bad stuff happens to me over and over again. That is the whole video, but this that whole part was just from like a montage. How 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 was that shot? Was that like actually a bad chair? Oh yeah, the chair was broken. It was broken. It was intentional that that happened. Uh, there's two dollars from uh, Ben Brody saying, uh, "Should I have salmon or chicken wings for dinner?" I'm gonna say chicken wings. I hate salmon. I hate how it smells. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I hate how it tastes. I, I don't particularly the, the, the salmon. have... salmon. hate the color of it. It's orange. I mean, I, I, I don't... I don't particularly have much... Uh, knowledge of individual fish types, but I'm... Fish is okay. I like it when I'm in the mood for it, but... Vastly prefer chicken. Uh, so some people have been asking about uh, the cicadas, and... They have, they are starting to appear. Uh, we had my daughter's birthday party today, and it was like a like a water like a water fight thing outside. Like you know, they, had, they got like a slip and slide and all this other stuff that goes down like the back of our uh, our lawn is kind of like a a hill, so the kids were just going down that. Anyways. Another parent that was there was saying, oh, my gosh, the cicadas are starting to appear. Here's all these. Here's some pictures I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see here. Um, five dollars from Robert Carlson saying uh, what, what uh, there is five dollars from my my grandfather from beyond the grave saying <laughs> what kind of Carlson hates salmon. <laughs> this one, unfortunately, uh, there is, there is uh, a gaming below says was Danny's pizza open off of Montrose when I lived in Williamsburg. So I'm pretty sure that the one that was like very close to me was like Danny's two. There was, cause, uh, when I first moved to New York, I lived on, on Shoals or Skulls Street, which is very close to the Danny's 2 pizzeria. That's what they do there. Is they don't just like call it the same thing. They open a second location. They always call it number two or something like that. 
I'm pretty sure it was Danny's too. He's just saying bro. So hopefully I'm not wrong or if I misremember as a long time. Okay, you live live 20 feet away from Danny's too. Okay, so I lived on, on Skulls. I, I found a thing in my suitcase uh, when I was when I was uh, packing for this this past week, this trip that I took. And uh, I went to I went to uh, Miami, Florida for a couple days. I've never been to Miami, Florida. Uh, anyways, I found my old address. It was 138 Scholes Street. <laughs> or Scholes. S-C-H-O-L-E-S. That's where I lived when I first moved to New York. I I don't understand. Can can someone who's played this game before, it says, like, each weapon has, like, a spell? I'm not sure how to use it, though. <laughs> I was trying to check if the controls could be viewed in-game, but I didn't, I couldn't see them. I, I, I guess I lived on Gaming Blows block. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's the the apartment building was one thirty eight. And then after that, I lived on. Like when I moved in with my uh, with my then girlfriend and now wife, we lived uh, way north, like past um, past past Metropolitan on uh, Jackson Street. I don't know if it's still there, but there is, oh, what was it called? Um, kind of like the, yes, brunch. Ugh. Um, it's kind of like the, the Irish pub place. And they have brunch. I can't remember, but it's on, it's on Metropolitan and Graham. And, uh, can't think of what it's called. It's owned by like the the. It's like a like a. It's like it's a very Irish pub esque place, but it didn't used to be. Um. Well, I'm thinking about that. I will go ahead and e say, uh, Eb Chill had another uh, five dollar donation. Thank you. Saying before I get back oh, to work, I, wanna, I see. just okay. want to say yeah. I joined the uh, DF Retro Patron. It's been really great, despite. Audi's hate for MGS4. I recommend it. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize. I know that he does not like MGS4, but I I didn't realize it was like a a thing that's continuing. Do I have a toothache? No, I just I'm touching my face a lot. Oh, Hula Hands. No, what was it called? Um. Ugh, it's like it's. It's it's not oh something. Um, it's it's Harefield Road. That was it. Harefield Road. Uh, before that was called before it was Harefield Road. It was called uh, the Blue oh, Lady no. Lounge, and that's where I met my wife. <laughs> the Blarney Stone. Yeah, uh, Harefield Road is definitely still there. I mean, I. I like to say that. I mean, that's where I that's where where I met my wife. I always joke about it because I say, believe it or not, like I met my wife at three a.m. at a bar, <laughs> which is kind of a, a funny thing, right? Doesn't just happen in a movie, I guess, huh? <laughs> it doesn't just happen in a movie. It happened for real. 
And I, I think about that a bit because you know, if I didn't, if I didn't meet her, I probably wouldn't have like followed specific paths in uh, in my in my life. And this is like, I we probably wouldn't even have the channel if that had probably happened. Probably not. I mean, that's you know, that's the kind of big thing that makes all the difference. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> there is like there's a lot of stuff in 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 Brooklyn is no longer there, I'm sure at this point. Ah, uh, let's see here. Okay, so I did I saw that I got the EB Chill super chat. MGS4, that's a game I do want to replay yeah. at some point. I mean, I've played it twice, but you know, I'd like to do it again. <laughs> so you, what, what I ha didn't understand before was you break your weapon to use its uh, spell. So like I guess if you're low on, in fact there don't there as far as I've seen there don't, don't seem to be like just health drops. Mm -hmm. So you know it, if you have a weapon that can heal and you are full on weapons, it might not be a bad idea. I guess to just heal. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I went I went to I went to Miami. I was only there for like three days. I went there on Thursday. I came back yesterday. So I was only, I guess, only there for one full day. But it, it, it was, I like it more than other places I've been in Florida. I have to say. And I went down there thinking it's it's only May. I mean, how, I, don't, I, I probably don't need to bring any shorts because I feel like it's not going to be that bad. Oh. And that was... That was a, that was a mistake. You're, you're I immediately too used went to and bought. Up north. Yeah, I, mean, I, it, I immediately went and had to buy a pair of shorts. I mean, it was, it was cold here, um, in North Carolina, like recently, but uh, <laughs> only for a couple of days. When, when you're when but I got off I got the plane it was 90 degrees so when you're playing as a girl I really like <laughs> this like very full armed run she does <laughs> like she she has very straight posture while she's running but she's also moving her arms like way more than you would if you're like running while while also standing up so straight <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting some some messages from my friend Chris, who's saying, "How do you guys decide what what games to play each week?" I mean, I'm, I'm I'm assuming that he's watching right now. And I said, "It's basically just what we feel like playing." Yeah, I mean, and he's saying you should get some Legacy of the Wizard up in here. Oh But my, you just played through Legacy oh of the Wizard, gosh. didn't you? Does he have any idea, or is it a total coincidence that 
that he's, that he's asking about that because I, I just spent like, I don't know, four or five backloggery streams playing through Legacy of the Wizard. That, that game is brutal. It is so obtuse, so confusing. It's, it's charming though. I can't hate it, but it's kind of bad. <laughs> like it's such a weird thing. Cause I feel like that's a game. A lot of people don't know about, but it's also extremely common and cheap. So, it's, it's a Falcom game, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It's, oh man, it's, it's rough though. Like, Oh, Oh no. Um, the Miami airport is the worst. I was surprised at how much of the Miami airport is is outside. At least when you go to your plane, you got to go outside. Oh, really? I, I've only ever, like, done that, like, once in my life. It wasn't that long ago, either, when, where, like, you know, you... Uh, you are... Uh, where, where like you get off the plane outside <laughs> and like walk down a ramp, like, you know, yeah. like in the movies, the old movies. Right. But yeah. I, I've only ever done that once before. Uh, yeah. Gaming blow says that I uh, had to look up how to beat legacy of the wizard and uh, it's impossible. But the it, music is is straight up a 10, 10 out of ten. Oh, and how long is Koshiro? Yeah. Oh, that's called groundboarding, I guess. That's that's right. Uh, Benesera works for airlines. Ah. Yeah, Legacy of the Wizard, man. It 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 is so confusing and. Like the bosses, except for the final boss, are just like kind of inexplicable. You just kind of have to like come up with a good way to cheese them. Is basically the only way to win. Oh no! Uh, Ooh, I've got limited lives. This is. It's got to have unlimited continues. Oh, I'm sure, sure but. So. Uh, before I took this trip, because I I'll be traveling a bit more for work, like over the next I. You know, like while I work there, uh, I, I signed up and got the the TSA pre-check, which just makes it so much easier. You basically get to skip the entire line, and you just you you don't have to take off like your shoes or do anything when you go through the uh, metal. Well, I mean, I was I was thinking about doing that too, like you know when we were doing a lot of M League traveling, but. Yeah, we have yeah I mean, for $85, and it lasts, that $85 makes it last for, it's like three three years, I think. So it is totally worth it. And I went and signed up for it and did it, and I got confirmation back within two days. Oh, wow. Like, they did my background check and everything within two days. It is, I think it's, it's if you're going to be flying a bit, it's kind of a game changer. Well, I, I have no idea how much I might be flying anytime soon. I'm not expecting yeah. much, if any, so not yeah. worth it I yet. Mean, I, I, but... I'm not sure how much I, exactly I will be. Uh, but, I mean, I'll be doing trips like this every once in a while. Like, 
I'm not sure how long they'll go for. How long I'll be gone for. But yeah, the uh, the TSA pre-check definitely it definitely felt like it was worth it. It was Steve that told us about that, wasn't it? It may have been. It may have been. I I, I didn't know about. Well, I mean, I guess I'd seen it at the airport and been confused, and he said, "Oh yeah, I've done that." <laughs> oh, see, so, yeah. I just stepped on those spikes without that's exactly where I died before, but it was so long ago that I actually got to that point. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I see, uh, this, uh, spool string is saying, hi, love the channel from the UK. Just playing Contra three. Oh, not, not probotector. Is it, would it be in, I think UK. all across Europe have... it's Probotector. Probotector. And also, uh, I got a new member. It's oh. uh, Nor. N-O-H-R. Nor. That's, uh, that's the, that's the name of one of the, uh, the country's that you can choose to join in Fire Emblem Fates. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You, fi you finished that, right, I assume? Yeah. Yeah, I finished Fire I need to get Emblem. back back in the games. I've, like, been... I guess on this trip, I played uh, Link's Awakening on the, uh, on the flight a bunch. Oh, yeah? And I was just having the hardest time getting into it. it I, I mean, don't know it's, why. It's... It's not, I, I I was disappointed by it. I mean, it's fine, I guess, but just the original version is where it's at to me. <laughs> Chris just sent me a message saying, I assume you're dr drinking a giant glass of gin in that tumbler that you have. <laughs> this whole thing is filled to the brim with gin, and I'm going. This, this is I'm, I plan on dying during the stream. <laughs> or at least being really, really funny. I. Why okay, do so I keep doing that? I just keep jumping like those spikes aren't there. <laughs> what is wrong uh, with me? Maybe I, I just feel like the, a big thing is I just feel that that the the Pegasus shoes just feels like it just feels wrong. The movement on when you're running with the Pegasus shoes just feels weirdly wrong. Hmm. I don't remember. I don't know. It just, it, it just feels kind of boring. It just feels kind of boring to me. I don't know why. I don't. I will try to finish it, but I'm going to. I mean, have you played the original version? Yeah, but I only played it on the virtual console on mm. the on the 3DS and finished it. I think I may have gotten all the uh, the heart, the heart pieces, I mean, too. I feel like 
I mean, Link's Awakening, I think, is a very personal game for a lot of people, and I feel like it's... It, it's a game that lends itself to sort of envisioning like how you see the world and you know it just it's a game that feels very oh shoot i did i not get it oh i did get it okay i didn't i didn't mean to throw that other weapon though um but it's just it's a game that i i i feel you can kind of like envision like what i don't know it's, <laughs> just, it's just a game that that you know feels very imaginative somehow and then seeing that in a in such higher resolution and detail where you know obviously people had to someone had to come up with their own artistic direction at a higher resolution and it's like i don't know it just kind of feels like it doesn't quite jive with what you had in your head you know i don't know i'm not explaining it very yeah. well but it's I, just, I can understand that it as Oh, go ahead. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I like seeing, you know, high-res versions of a lot of other games, but for some reason, like, I, I, I kept an open... I was unsure about the art style, and I, I, I tried to, you know, keep an open mind uh, about it. But, you know, when it finally came down to it, I just... I don't know. And, you know, I, I, I feel like that, you know, the whole, like, stuttering thing that it does just... Does a does a lot of harm just to the overall experience. Like I'm normally not too much of a frame rate snob, but like the way it works in that game, just I, it's it is very weird and distracting because it happens every screen, like cons pretty consistently. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I just assumed it was when it was doing a quick save or something like that. But it's it's every time you walk out of a building or even just like when it goes to the next I don't next think it's over. doing a quick save. I don't think it has anything to do with that. It's just, I I remember, you know, Digital Foundry, you know, had some ideas about what was happening, but I don't think they totally knew for sure what was really causing that. I do want to just really quickly say uh, hello to uh, Hero Gear, who is in the in the chat, and it's always it's always a pleasant surprise when whoa, some whoa, old, no. some people from from uh, from the the next level show up oh. in the in the chats. It's always a pleasant ex you know a pleasant surprise. You know, there's that reach it happens function. more than I would ex expect. I think that I think I see more people from from uh, the next level than you see from the backlog. Yeah, Steam's that's true. Time. Although you know, <laughs> I, it's been a slow, know, a slow thing. I often feel like backloggery people don't show up to these streams, but then you know, on on Monday, I'll I'll realize that uh, like someone's like, oh, Tri was playing this yesterday. And I was like, oh, I guess you watched and I just didn't know. Or, you, <laughs> you know, maybe maybe you're in the just chat lurking. and I just, I didn't, I never noticed. Yeah. Uh, a hero was, went to uh, E3 the same year that I went to E3. And I remember us kind of discovering uh, Hoshigami on the, on the PS1. It's ah. like in a weird off to the 
up to the side room. Uh, that's a game that I, I can't claim to really know anything about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I'm pretty sure that he was. I was in college, but I'm pretty pretty sure he was in in high school at the time. Because that was what that was 2001. So I was almost done with college at that time. It's so wild to me to think about like. You know, Almost being done with college in 2001. Well, that, but like, you know, <laughs> you were hanging out with like internet friends in 2001. <laughs> yeah. Like the the first time I ever met someone in person from the internet was when Drum and Lynn came over uh, to play uh, uh, New Super Mario Brothers Week in 2000, late 2009. That's crazy. Yeah, I was doing it for a long time before then, I guess. Yeah, as a strategy RPG is an Atlas game. I'm pretty sure it's expensive now, but it, it had a really weird mechanic where every time you move, the enemy moved at the same time or something like that. But that was supposed to be on the on the cover of Game Go magazine number two. I mean, isn't then, that isn't that what a roguelike is, basically? Yeah, but it, but it's it's very Final Fant Fantasy Tactics esque. Oh yeah, the Cadence of Hyrule. I need to work on. I I almost bought the uh, like I didn't realize that Crypt of the the Necro Dancer got a physical release recently too. I, mean, I feel I've... like. I have no interest in that. I mean, I'm I'm only in the cadence of Hyrule because I feel obligated, you know, <laughs> <laughs> because Zelda. But yeah, I I don't particularly have much interest in the core gameplay concepts. I was going to stream that one time, and then you kind of yeah said well, like, we, you didn't think it would really work too well. Well, it would be fun to do it. I think that we just, there's like another idea that seemed more fun. Uh, I I feel bad that Henry Clark is looking for Game Go issue number one. And uh, years ago, I had like four or five copies of it. <laughs> and I think I may have just gotten rid of a bunch of them and just kept the one. Uh, there's five dollars from uh, for love of the game saying five dollars, but you have to put it put it towards the uh, revival of EA. <laughs> With that, who is who's the DJ? The uh, DJ Atomica was the uh, was, he was in um, in Burnout Paradise also. I wonder what else what other games he was in. There's also a $5 Canadian from the importer saying, hi guys, it's been a while. Yeah. Anyone notice that whenever Try gets excited about something, like in the RetroTink 5X video, his accent comes out? <laughs> I, I I have. I, I I think that you know it too, and you really like to play it up. Uh, I mean, maybe that's part of it. I don't know. <laughs> no! Mr. Uh, Mr. Self-Improvement thinks that 
you would be a big fan of Hoshigami. It has several developers from Tactics Ogre and Final Fantasy Tactics mm. behind it. And it also had a, a enhanced port on the DS later. So if you have a hard time with this level, you can always play a different one, right? Yeah, I could, but since I, since I had gotten so far into it, I thought it was worth giving at least one more try. <laughs> I mean, I did make progress that time, but you know, I, I, I'm not too confident on my swinging skills just yet. I guess <laughs> I just went here because it was the one that it defaulted to. So I thought, you know, maybe there's some possibility it could be the easiest. I, I had no. Now that you say that, it, it makes sense, but I had no idea. Vanessa is saying that it's David Hayter that does the voice for EA Sports. It's in the game. Really? And now that you say that, doesn't that make sound like you make that connection? I mean, I can't, I can't say it's, it's something that I have spent a great deal of time listening to. But I'm sure you've heard. Uh, I had no idea that that was the case, but it you can definitely tell. So I wonder if he gets royalties every time or something <laughs> like that. Because that, that's got to be... It's got to be a nice little chunk of money every time they use it, right? That is, that is the fun fact of the week. I had, That is crazy. Oh, Mr. Self-Improvement is asking, wants me to ask you what you thought about the, uh, the My Life and Gaming ABGN parody song. Oh yeah, uh, I, I think I, I think I saw that in the in the in the comments, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it worked. He, he said he spent like thirty minutes coming up with that, which I mean, I I couldn't have come up with that in thirty minutes. <laughs> uh, Good vibe clucking is saying it is not David Hayter. He confirmed it himself. Oh, so just one of those rumor things. Well, you know, I always heard people say. Um, um, I, I, I always, uh, Andrew Anthony, I guess. I, I, I always, I, I, I always, uh, I always heard people say that Master Chief was David Hayter and he, he's not. Oh, no. But people, I no like back in the day, I mean, did you ever hear people say that? Like back in the day, people used to say like David Hayter is Master Chief. Uh, I don't re recall hearing that. That would be fun. You know, I, I have no idea who voices Ethan in Resident Evil, but I, I keep thinking he, he has vague Nolan North vibes. I know it's not Nolan North, but like every, every once in a while, the way he says something makes me think of Nolan North. When I was talking to you earlier today, I realized that just how much of a blackout, I guess I went on Resident Evil 8 and the first 30 minutes of the game, I had no idea that that was supposed to happen. I mean, I, I did not know. I did but not I didn't know. even know anything about that. I did not know like, much, but like, you know, the thing that you were saying, like you almost, you would have got spoiled on it if you hadn't, uh, 
if you hadn't already before. started it, uh, like that was in the very first footage that was shown at like that Sony. Which event. I guess I never watched. I guess the only thing I've only watched, like, not even a full trailer at any point. Maybe just like a little a clip here and there, mm -hmm. and then seen like screenshots of the the that the tall lady. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I had no idea that the stuff that happens in the first. Ten minutes of the game was going to happen, so so maybe I am just that's the point that I've reached where I just have no idea what I mean, is happening good. in any game ever. It is, yeah. But it, I was I went into a GameStop and there was a thing on the TV and it basically says what happens in the first ten minutes of the game, and I just thought I'm glad I didn't come in here before the game came out because that would have been spoiled for me. So I, it, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of proud of that, I suppose. Tim Rogers did a video for Kotaku a while, a couple of years ago saying how to avoid. Oh yeah. And like how he was like talking about like ever. he was talking about like how you know people have he like different definitions of on... spoilers and like how you know all these different things are spoilers that like people maybe don't think are spoilers. I'm like I'm kind of with him like like I don't remember if he said this exactly, but like like hearing someone's opinion on a game. I feel like is a spoiler. Like I do not want what someone else thought about a game coloring. Like, yeah. like what, what if they say like, Oh, like, you know, I really don't like how this, this and this and that happens. And then like, maybe if I was just playing by myself, I wouldn't have even thought about that. But then I'm thinking like, I'm overthinking it because someone else said this was annoying. And then I'm like, should I be annoyed by this? Or like it predisposes me to being annoyed <laughs> yeah. by it, you know? Yeah, yeah. There's there's so much stuff that you that that can be spoiled, a spoiler that people don't realize are spoilers. Michael's workshop says you can avoid being the spoiler. You can avoid the spoilers by staying at the front of the car. You know how the uh, the spoiler goes on the back of the car. Whoa. Oh, is this Lilith? Yeah. I think. I wonder if she's inspired by uh, Morgan's twin sister or whatever, or little sister. I don't know if they're twins or what. I mean, she definitely seems to be sort of taking that form of Lilith. Of a uh, of a succubus. It just seems like a weird character as a boss in a game about well, mechs. The the story is that like supernatural things have like are like attacking the earth. Like that is the story. Uh Will Parker's asking us, so I I was wanting to record your guys' how to beat series to VHS. I was wondering if you guys 
would be okay with it and if you have a clean version so i would have to double distort and i can i'm not sure if you know or not but years ago we released uh 50 copies of it on vhs and solomata convention and put them in a full packaging actually i have it right here i can show you you've never seen that Whew, that was close Uh, it's right here. Let's see, it's, it's an actual VHS with it on here. And it has commercials and everything by, like, other YouTubers. <laughs> uh, I, I have all these VHS tapes, and I was thinking I could do, like, do them. Like, do, a, like, another run of them. So, uh, I mean, I should probably get around to doing that. But if you really want to do it on your own, I could probably post up a version of this that has all the commercials and everything and it's already been formatted to 4.3 that you could do on your own if you wanted to. Like send a DM to Twitter and I'll see if I can unearth the master file for this. Uh, I mean, I have 700 blank VHS tapes in the closet that I, you know, aren't recording themselves you know so i should i should do that uh maybe can, can I, you, I mean i could probably can you watch the up? chat to see if anyone answers my question that i'm about to ask is, is like i have lilith's weapon here is there like a reason to not spend it on uh on upgrades <laughs> Because, like, okay. you know, I think of, like, Dark Souls and stuff where, like, when you get boss souls, like, later, if you save them, you might be able to, you know, craft a really cool weapon or something from them. I'll keep an eye on it. <clears throat> uh, there was $5 from, uh, from Blade Blur. Thank you. Thank you. Saying, uh, excellent Retro Tink 5X video. I'm I'm enjoying my unit. Despite some issues with 720p Xbox games, it's been a dream. Now I can't wait for what's next. Uh, definitely report that stuff to to Mike Cheese. He's, he's pretty... I'm not sure if any uh, firmware updates have released since 1.0 like publicly, but I know that when we would have certain issues... He would be able to fix them and yeah, give he, us like a like a like a like it's like one point zero something. Yeah, and I know yeah, that there's yeah. like probably a one point one coming that's going to have all that right, stuff. Right. In I it. mean, he, he was giving us some very incremental updates that were you know I yeah. guess very much beta, but he he I mean he's been you know these past two weeks he's been doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think that. When we started, you know, we were on 1.0, but then uh, by the time we finished it, we had like 1.08 or something like that. It was like the last one that we had. I'm sure that that 1.1 will be out pretty soon, though. Oh, I've, I've got Lilith's weapon on me. Uh, there's also $5 from RC. 
Thank you. Saying awesome Tink 5X video. You guys continue to outdo yourself. Do you use RGB full or limited on your LG OLEDs? Uh, uh, I, I, usually, me, I oh. usually use limited when it's an option. Or, I mean, sometimes, like, sometimes, I don't know. I, it's, it's hard to explain how I choose, I guess. Uh, I do limited for everything. But the cool thing about the the LG is that it has different settings per resolution on right. each input. So since the, the OSSC is full only, whenever the uh, OLED detects a, you know, like a 12, 1280 by 960, which is 4X mm -hmm. uh, mode, it will set the OLED to full automatically. Right. But I use, I use limited for everything else. Yeah, I mean, one, I mean, one, one thing to, that sort of, I mean, you know, John Lineman recommends going for limited because it's, it's the least likely to give you like any configuration issues. I mean, you, you're not going to get like a perceptible, like you're not going to notice like less color banding or something like you would think you would, but you're not. Yeah. Like it's only a problem when it gets mis mismatched. When it's mismatched, you know, don't and choose the, full just the because OLED you think, is... oh, it's got to be better, right? There's more steps, right? But like yeah. in practice, like I've never seen an example where you actually see like, oh, on limited range, there's more color banding because there's less steps between, you know, uh, color steps. Like it just it doesn't really work that way. And you know, HDR, you know, which is, you know, like, you know more more color range more color depth like you use limited range black levels on your tv for hdr i mean hdr stuff is in yuv format it's not and it's not 444 color bandwidth either because hdr would be too much color bandwidth i'm to be honest i'm not positive if it's that's still the case with like uh current gen consoles on like hdmi 2.1 or not but, um, it's, uh, I mean, you know, those, those limited, you know, I, someone was saying, to, you know, I guess there was like some, there, there's been like some controversy, so to speak, over how the retro tink has to do some, it, it's, it, it, it's 444 on the input, 444 on the output, but it has to do some 422 stuff internally, just as part of its process, which I'm sure is, you know, it's a cost saving measure. You know, it keeps the cost of the unit down to not have a 100% end-to-end 444 pipeline. Um, and, you know, sort of, I explained to someone, I said, you know, the reason stuff like 422 and whatnot is used is because they are hard to, it is hard to perceive in, you know, most situations. Like, like it's, you know, it, it is meant to be a, a cost savings of power and money, you know, like uh, it, it and I, I use I use YUV like on my PlayStation five because in my PlayStation four, because uh, the full four, four, four RGB at 4K, uh, at least on my PS4 Pro sometimes uh doesn't uh 
go through. Like I saw every once in a while, I'll get like a couple of black frames or something. Never happened on my Xbox, but on my PS4 Pro that happens. On, on PS5, you have the automatic like uh, color depth setting. And it, uh, I, so I actually don't know if it's doing 444 or 422 or 420. And I don't really care because with video game graphics, you just are not going to see it. You know? Especially if it's HDR anyway, which most stuff you're going to play on PS5 is. So, like, it, yeah. just, it doesn't even matter. And at some point, as you say in the video, you just got to sit back on your couch and play the dang game. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I do want to do, like, a, a full video on retro aspect ratios. Uh after Analog Frontiers is done. And I think it's going to be interesting because, you know, there are, of course, a lot of people that just don't, uh, you know, they, they, they can't believe that I don't use optimized sampling on the OSSC. And it's just like, you know, you, you saw that Suikoden 2 clip that, you know, yes. had the flickering pixels. I was trying to use that is in a comparison. And when I mm -hmm. ended up recorded, there were flickering dots that I did not see before I recorded it. And it's right. like, well, you know, that's the proof. This is why I don't do it because you can look at it. You can see it. And it's like, you know, you said before, sometimes on your TV, it looks fine. And then your capture card, like the correct settings are different for your capture card. Like it just, you you run such a high risk of having a bad recording. And like, I, I guess for some people who are maybe, you know, not dealing with a, a as large of a quantity of video as we deal with, like it might not be that big of a deal, but like we would never get anything done if we were trying to dial that in for everything all the time. Like it just doesn't work that well for us. And well, it does exactly. It's, it's impossible to it's hard enough to get it done uh, like to work on one display every time. Yeah. But then if you're trying to get it to work on multiple displays or like a display and a capture card, it can just vary. And that's why I stopped even trying because mm -hmm. I would get it finally to be correct on my TV. But then like the capture card would just be all scrambled or not show anything. Yeah. But you know, even, even as easy as it is to do on, um, as easy as it is to do on the uh, the retro tank, I'm just I'm not that interested in really doing it for any reason other than you know a comparison or you know some other technical reason. Uh, you know, honestly, uh, it just I, I I prefer really staying true to that four three. You know, oh man, that's mm -hmm. a hard jump. There's I do want to say there was a uh, there's a donation that I missed earlier. It was a it was a Streamlabs donation, uh, just from Atomic Garden. It was ten dollars from Atomic Atomic Garden. Thank you. Thank you. Saying uh, y'all rock. <laughs> that, that was the the entire thing. I think I can, might be able to get that pop up on chat again or on the stream. Let's see if that works. Yeah, there it oh, is. Oh, right I there. got that. I can make it pop up. Thank you. Uh, there's also 
Um, there's 499 from Scott Davis. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Saying, hey, dudes, I scored a M Classic cable for my birthday uh, to try with the Wii U and Xbox 360. Y'all have any impressions, trials, and tribulations to share? Huzzah! My, my, my experience with the M Cable, I don't, I, I've never used M Classic, but as far as I've seen, the results are very similar. The um, Cable? I have the M Cable Gaming Edition. Uh, I, I, I got really annoyed with it because it didn't work when using it with my, with like the output from my receiver. Uh, so it was just very difficult to, to capture from, for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that, that's one aspect of my frustration, but I mean, in 720p games, I mean, there, you, you can see a difference. You know, I, I remember one of the first games I tried it with was. Uh, Fallout New Vegas and in the room where you start the game there's a clock on the wall and like a circular object does you know it it does look much cleaner and much more round um you know I personally like in my mind I'm just thinking like oh this is tampering with you know the intended output too much for my tastes uh I it's not my thing, but I, I acknowledge that it does something there, you know, fairly successfully that a lot of people do like. Um, you know, certainly I, I think the 720p generation can can stand to gain some benefit from it. The McClassic. The McClassic. The 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 McClassic McCable. <laughs> The mm cable. Do it. Have there we Hansen, go. Hansen can do a change that song of Mbop to mm cable. Mm classic. Or that uh can be the new new crash test dummies song called called <laughs> mm cable mm cable mm cable. This guy just fell off. Whew, that was a long run to a first checkpoint. Oh, did, did anyone ever answer whether it's... I didn't see anything. Because I, 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 I'm really concerned been... that I'm carrying around this, like, boss weapon. <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't want to waste it. I mean, it appears, to have a, it appears to have a spell called Wings, which sounds useful, but it's probably like a, a literal one-time use thing. <laughs> Uh, Scoot Diggity is saying, I feel like there's been a confusion between the intended look of retro games and the developers just dealing with the limitations of the hardware and displays they had to work with at the time. And, you know, I I think I think another side of it, too, you know, I, I mean, you know, games are art, yes, but at the same time, you know, people were just, people were just trying to make a living. And making something cool yeah. while they were at it. Like, yeah. you know, I think sometimes we like overestimate like how much intent there was behind the art, you know? Yeah, they just need to, they just need to get this stuff out. Right. And, you know, when, when the moon in Castlevania 
Bloodlines is, you know, uh, you know, round on on a uh, with a square pixel aspect ratio and oval on a CRT. I mean, that's just people doing their job and sometimes screwing up. And you know, the game director probably saw that, but just thought, eh, we gotta ship it. You know? Yep. You I know mean, what? They're probably thinking, you know, done is better than perfect. Exactly. So I mean, and you know, something that that I want to emphasize and they didn't think this. that anybody would care they probably weren't thinking that anybody would care about it right. 20 years later exactly and you know i i think um i i, I think in this eventual aspect ratio video i want to do like you know there there can be many interpretations you can you can fiddle with like oh on a game by game basis you know i I think it should be this way or that way. Uh, but, you know, something that I always think back, I don't, I have no idea if this is a common saying or nothing, but something I always think back on was, you know, one of, one of my professors from my video classes in college said, you gotta know the rules to break the rules. Right. And I, 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 I feel like, it's okay to play Genesis games in square pixels. It's okay to play Super Nintendo games in square pixels or whatever. But I think it would be good for all of us to have a little more understanding, including myself. I want to learn more before I do this episode. Um, to have an understanding of, you know, just, just let's have a fuller understanding of how these games are displayed before, uh, you know, we make our choice on, you know, how we're going to stretch them or not stretch them, whether we're going to use optimized sampling or not optimized sampling, you know, let, let's have some understanding to the decisions we make on, on that stuff. Yeah. Uh, really quick, uh, Hattori Hanzo, the second said, uh, to use spells just before a weapon breaks, and it's fine to use boss weapons. Okay. Well, I, I assume I won't have a chance to get that boss weapon back, though. I bet it comes back after each level or something like that. But how do you think you say that that guy's name? Uh, well, it goes away when I pause the game. <laughs> Uh, does Mick Mick Philantuchi I had attack up. I see. I broke a weapon so I could get attack up. It seems like the bosses are not that difficult. I've I've had good luck on the bosses so far. Yeah, but the levels are well. That level like had a really long run to the first checkpoint and the first level didn't have the second level was harder on the second half of the checkpoint or the first level I did anyway. Mr. Self-improvement says, you know, try some modern HDTVs and monitors scale certain consoles in eight by seven instead of four by three in full screen mode. It's very annoying. Hmm. And uh, 
Lucas Prusevich is saying, can we please stop with the 8x7 thing? Pixels aren't square. <laughs> and you, you elaborated on it quite a bit in the, in the episode. Yeah, well, because I thought that was important too. Because really, this was the yeah. first time we had ever talked about optimized sampling in a video. Like, I don't mm -hmm. think we knew anything about that when we first reviewed the Retro Tank. I mean, really, the first time we reviewed the Retro Tank, it was so early. I don't think it could do anything more than 720p. And I don't even remember if we could capture 720p. Like, <laughs> you know, it's fine to think back on, but. Uh, I'm gonna run to the bathroom. Okay. Are you go? When when we did uh, the PS2 RGB episode, we couldn't even um, we couldn't even capture 480p 2x. We didn't have any capture cards that could do it. So if you look at any of the OSSC 480p stuff in the PS2 RGB 200 episode, it shot off the screen because that was the best I could do. That was the only way I could do it. Um, yeah, like we had never talked about optimized sampling before, so I kind of thought I needed to explain, like, you know, the square. I needed to reestablish the square pixel thing or non-square pixel thing uh, so that I could talk about the pros and cons of using it. Although there is no square pixel mode for SNES, which would actually be useful, as we said, for Super Game Boy. But, um... But Genesis does appear to be a square pixel optimized mode, which is what people would probably want. And, you know, I actually did use uh, for a while, I believe, uh, a Firebrand X profile on the Frame Meister that put Genesis at square pixels. And I think PS1. Um, like, I, you know, I, I, because I do understand that argument. I understand it. But more recently, especially after I got more deeply into the OSSC and, and didn't use the frame Meister as much anymore. Um, I, I just realized, well, you know, all I have to do to use this thing is flip the switch. If it's an RGB input, it's defaulting to RGB. I, I flip the switch and I turn on the console and I'm using it and it's four, three, you know, and just like on a CRT, a CRT displays it the same way every time, no matter, uh, whether it's a 320 pixel wide game or a 256 or, or a 380 whatever, I mean, it displays it the same way. So, you know, it's just, it's so much easier to use it if you think about it in the terms of, well, this is how it is on a CRT, then it's just like, well, the one size fits all just makes more sense to me because it's, it's, it's easier for one. It's a lot easier and you just don't have to worry about any errors or issues, you know? And some people were like, Oh, I like, there was some one comment. I can't remember if it was, I think it was on Twitter actually. It's like, oh, Janair 4.3 is so blurry. I can't stand it. I'm thinking, really? <laughs> is it? Like, I just, I mean, if that's you, that's okay. That's okay if you feel that way. But I just, I, 
You know, I, I, I love pixels and scaling and things looking crisp and sharp as much as the next guy, but apparently not as much as the next guy because, you know, I, uh, I, I guess I don't have like the craziest, highest standards. I mean, at the end of the day, you're still using analog consoles. Um, wait, did she say I do have enough to... I don't think I have enough to do another, do I? Oh, I do. I guess... This is worth it. Why not? Yeah, well, and see, Mr. Self-Improvement, you know, you can't say I play retro games in anything other than 4.3 or similar. And see, that's the thing. Everyone knows, like, don't stretch retro games. Everyone knows that. But then what do we do in within this roughly four three space like what do we do i say just be consistent use a generic four three sampling don't worry about optimizing each individual thing because that's not true to how a crt did it and of course you know these you know crisp looking pixels is also not true to how a crt did it but you know we all, we all have our standards of, you know, well, I like it this, this, this way, but like a CRT, but it's okay to not be like a CRT in this way. You know, I mean, whatever, you know, you can bend the rules if you want, but it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's good for us to have an understanding, I would say of, you know, more of, of how how these things were displayed back in the day. And, you know, and you saw in that Kirby example, I mean, the difference was very, very slight, but it, right. you know, uh, it, huh? Gotta say I'm back. Oh, okay. Well, like you can see in that Kirby example where I showed how um, how uh, optimized fourteen forty p and optimized twelve hundred p, you know, are very, very, very slightly different widths, and that's because you know the the amount that it has to be multiplied by to bring it up to an integer scale is is different. Yeah. Are you still there? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I can. I just got real quiet suddenly. Well, I don't know. I I was talking like a few seconds ago. Yeah. Um. I did like a big uh, oh. kind of purge of like a lot of cables and stuff that I had, like all these like old HDMI and like old, old devices and stuff like that, that I just, there's no reason for me to have anymore mm -hmm. or, and uh, I was able to give a bunch of them away. I should probably do that sometime. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just stuff that is just 
not worth uh, taking up. But I feel like every once the, in a while, the, though, the you need one of Velcro those generic, have. you know, those generic analog to digital converters from Amazon, that kind of thing. But I, I mean, yeah, but I don't need like three or four of them. I think so I only I kept, have one. I, I, I like I keep one, and then I just get rid of the uh, get rid of the other ones. Uh, but yeah, it just uh, it, it felt really nice to get rid of some of the stuff. I just had like a lot of old HDMI cables, and I had all these cables that I had pulled out and tried other cable cables with. Like I couldn't get, I don't know. Like it was just all the stuff. I just had way too many HDMI cables, and I had this big. I sort when I first moved in here, I sorted all my cables and slowly over time I just like ended up with like kind of another rat nest of of cables and so I just went through those and got rid of the ones that I don't need or wouldn't use or shouldn't use. KH is, is asking, you guys think that the OSSC Pro will scale to 1440p? Uh, I, um, I think so. I, I mean, that, that might be known, known information. Yeah. I, I know that the Pixel FX Morph is slated to go to 4K, but 4K 30. So I don't, I don't. I don't really I, know. What I, the mean, video I don't know how much you know about this thing. That? I don't know how. How did you? How have you found out about this stuff? I, hmm? I've, I've, I, his. Where has this been talked about? Um, it, the Pixel FX Morph. Yeah. Uh, it was tweeted. Okay. It tweeted it. And it's it. just, it's just a white web page that just has like a list of features. Features. But it, like oh, nothing, nothing shown, no blueprints or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a product that they wanted to say they are making. Uh, which, I mean, you know, it's, it sounds like it's going to be really interesting because it's going to have like, you know, that free form polyphase scaling that the, um, that, uh, you know, the, the N64 digital is going to have, and it has an HDMI input. So like, right. I, I feel like, uh, if you know, you could take, uh, like PS2 and Xbox 360 games, at least to 1440 P that way. Yeah. And if it has the capability to do 4k output at 30 frames per second, I don't know if it like, Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. I don't know if it might have the capability to, um, uh, you know, like take a 60 Hertz input from the PS three and output it at 34 K 30. If it could do that, then you could play 30 frames per second. PS PS three games and, you know, upscale, perfectly to 4k but i don't know if it can do that 
We just don't know very much. Isn't about it just it so all. crazy that all this stuff is is coming out? It it is super crazy. I mean, I mean, when when we started doing these videos, I mean, you know, the, we could we never imagined that there would be this much stuff coming out. No, for sure, it was never even. We thought that the Framemeister was something that we would. That's the only thing we'd ever need. <laughs> and, you know, or ever want. Yeah, well, I mean, just, I, I love that little sound, but I actually dug up the original. And he has, so, like, for the record, Try was able to dig up the entire uh, Framemeister episode. I'm like, we well, should, like, re like remaster it or well, something. you're saying entire, like, I I, I don't know. I, I, I only looked at one thing. I was looking for your original VO, oh, okay. uh, VO file because I wanted to, um, uh, I, I wanted to pull your audio clip without m the music that's behind it in the final episode. Yeah, I, I think that that's, uh, I at least like I like I said, at least make a ProRes file of it. I mean, you should see how many. If that opens up, you should see how many other ones you can open up. Because I know that I don't have mine, but if you have some of these. Like in the whole entire episode opened up, that'd be crazy. Yeah, and just make proreses of them just to do it. Uh, there was a uh, two dollar donation from RC. Thank you, saying uh, you just just did the same with my uh, with my cables. Feels so good. <laughs> you yeah, know, it's I... you can get so many cables after a while, and there is a lot of stuff. You know, like I don't see any real reason to hang on to cables that I'm not currently using that are not capable of like 18 gigabits per second. Yeah. But like, you know, you, just, I, are these ones that are just like really, really old that, that I am, are not currently like in my setup at all. There's just no reason to hang on to a lot of those for me. You know what I mean? No, I like, can't, I can't use the checkpoint without my robot. There's like no way I'm going to be able to beat this boss as just the android girl. Uh, no, we don't edit on Mac OS, but uh, Adobe Premiere supports exporting to ProRes on PC. It was added like two versions ago. And we'd like to create a ProRes master file of episodes ever since, I guess. Self-improvement thing. I love the early Emlick videos. In some of the very first few videos, Corey's audio makes him sound like he's whispering. <laughs> and looks like he's hiding from his wife. Boy, <laughs> have times changed. It was really just because my, my daughter was sleeping in the next room. And I, in a, in a tiny little New York apartment. You know what's funny oh. is there was, there was a comment that said like, you know, I liked when these guys talked about games and not all this techno babble. And like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like there's not that many people who like, I mean, I feel like that. most of our audience probably came from people who like subscribed to us for the techno babble. <laughs> 
Yeah. But I understand too. Like it's always, we always really appreciate when people say like, Oh, like I really like these episodes you do where you guys just talk about some games and like, I always appreciate yeah. that. Cause it's like, Oh, you know? That's... Yeah. And I mean, I think I'm going to do, I was thinking about doing like a little, uh, standalone quick review of of asha in monster world oh yeah why not i think i might do that you know if i just play it and release it you know see if i can if i can make I bet the video it's going in. to be controversial to like it. i mean we don't know if we are going to like it maybe we'll hate it but like i feel like that's going to be the kind of game that's going to be controversial to like yes and i'm I feel like I'm maybe not gonna like it very much. I mean, I'm. But but I but I I don't know. I don't know. I I mean. I'm. I think that it's a, it's a tough situation because it is the the competition of like other games that have released like remakes and stuff like that or like you know spiritual successors of that are like. Now, spiritual games that started as spiritual successors but became official games in the series, yeah, is uh, you know, it just have looked so much better. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a tough situation, so I think that I'm going to. I, I was just thinking it'd be really fun to do like a video on that, so I think I'm gonna. That is that's the uh, that's the idea. And I shouldn't have to worry about it, you know, being current or anything. You know, I've been very inspired by it. I love the fact that that Joe did a video review on Ease 9. And the game came out, you know, like three months ago. I shouldn't be afraid of uh, doing something like that. For, for one reason, I guess, even with like Ghouls and Ghosts, I was going to do a video and I had a whole bunch of a video written but then th when I saw the digital foundry video it felt like that there wasn't anything else that I could really add to it and like some of the information was the same but just like written in my voice I guess mm -hmm. so we'll see we will we will see uh there was uh five more dollars from RC thank you saying uh, did Mike Chi get back to you about a custom Super Game Boy scaling option. Uh, uh, not I, I yet. Mean, I never, I never asked them about that directly. I just, I just, I just threw that in there in the video, just saying, "Hey, that'd be nice." But I, I did, I, I, I haven't given him like my personal feature wish list right. or anything like that. I mean, we had mentioned certain things like while well, we were just asking questions yeah, where I said, you know, like, oh, is there any chance for maybe like a more easy menu navigation where you don't have to like, you have to go through the each option one by one. See, I, see like, that's the thing though. It. I feel like that it is really easy, but because of that, like it's so there, there's so little going on in that menu overall when you think about it. And I feel like you're like, well, just see, this is, you know, you know, drum is a programmer. And, you know, when, when, uh, when people want, uh, 
features on the backloggery, you know, they're always like, well, can't you just make it an option? <laughs> why not just make it an option? When you have it. several sizing input, like it's, it's tough when you have a screen that doesn't work with certain resolutions, right? Because you can't hit it a whole bunch of times and see where you are at all time. So you just got to like wait for like between hitting the button, uh, you know, you got to wait a few seconds, like every time you hit it. But if you could just like go to option, like, you know, the, say the, like the resolution, if you go to that and you just hit up or down and choose what you need and then hit enter to to select it. But, you know, overall, I think it's extremely easy to use, uh, you know, yeah. there, there's oh, yeah, not yeah. that many options to flip through. Like, that's one of the things I like about it because it's like, you know, you, you don't have crazy control over a lot of things, but it's like, but it gives you, it, it doesn't give you very many ways to make something bad. Whereas something that gives you a lot of control gives you lots of ways to make something good or lots of ways to make something bad. Here, there's right. not very many ways to make something bad unless you use like the wrong sampling mode but if you just use generic 4.3 then literally the only thing you ever have to do is change the input or change the buffer mode maybe if you're like you know want to use frame lock most of the time but then you want to use um you know uh triple buffer for chrono cross or something and for the record chrono cross will work in frame lock mode but it's just that if you're using hdmi audio you'll probably get a audio hiccup so you probably want to play the game with frame lock unless well, you're not my, it. Well, my uh, TV, like, you see the no signal on the screen for, you know, like, a second. Oh, really? For Chrono Cross? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, all, like almost, almost all those. Even it happens with, uh, but, with Die Hard Arcade. Also. But only in, in, frame in frame lock mode. Right. It'll, yeah. Or, it's but fine in triple, triple buffer, buffer but... Yes, exactly. But yeah. in, you know, like... Like I know that you you said yours had no problem with uh, I'm, well with frame lock mode, but the, the monitor you know, the, I I, I the, did at not the eight does I tested much less on my OLED because I knew you were, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean frame lock works and it's 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 fast, but it is not as fast as you do see like the no signal. Mm-hmm. So. Like last week's stream when I was trying like Resident Evil to N64 on, on frame lock mode. Like I was able to move between scenes with no issue, but then there was like one or two times when I did a scene transition where my capture card said no signal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but in frame lock mode, I don't think I've ever seen a drop in frame lock mode. This is a cool looking level. And levels are always fun. Uh, I, mean, I, I feel like this game is kind of like almost. This game almost feels like a Shovel Knight successor in a way, like where it's it's kind of that like big eight bit plus style. Like I mean, obviously there have been a lot of eight bit style games over the years, but like I feel like few have felt like they're you know, quite as big of a deal as Shovel Knight. And I, I mean, I don't, I don't think this game is as well known as Shovel Knight, obviously, but 
Like, it, it feels of that caliber, you know? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Self-Improvement was saying that he likes liked our uh, our holiday memory videos. So they felt ah. they, they felt welcoming. They are very that was that was old. the first one that like really used kind of more significant amount of B roll. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like you, you early on you were saying that like my version of that episode kind of like set the style for what yeah. we do. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. With the amount of B-roll and stuff. Not that there was a lot of B-roll, but... <laughs> yeah, I, in frame lock mode, you're definitely going to get drops on... on some or most screens probably, but it's it's so quick that it's okay. And if it becomes really distracting, then the triple buffer. And you know, mo remember, most go. games aren't going to have issues like that anyway. So, you know, a vast majority of games you can just play and um, you can just play in frame lock mode with no issue. Even games with with you know the title screen. You know, with 4EI tile screens, like it's just going to be on the title screen. So don't worry about it. Uh, there was uh, $8 from uh, Don, Don Tackett. Thank you. Thank you. Saying, uh, hello, gents. How serious of a problem is... Oh, no. That's another one. Say, hey, I really want a GBA with a modded upgrade screen and speaker. Uh, are there any... Are there sites that sell them complete? I have no modding skills. Uh, <laughs> LOL. Uh, I mean, you know, there, there's a newer GBA one that is a no-cut mod. Uh, I have not really looked into it. Uh, I know Macho Nacho Productions did a video. If you if you want to look into, like, what model to buy and stuff, like, Macho Nacho Productions, like, really keeps on top of that stuff and yeah. has more frankly more relevant info than uh you know what we would have in uh in the video we did from last year um i'm gonna break this weapon and do the durability up why not um but uh i mean i you know i is someone with you know virtually no modding experience certainly nothing that is anything beyond, you know, installing, a, uh, installing, a you know, a, an ODE that doesn't require any modding or any soldering. You know, I, I, I completely understand and sympathize with that. And, uh, I, I found myself very frustrated doing the game boy screens. Uh, Oh, what's, what is that? Is that? Can she get it? Is it? What is it? I can't seem to do anything with it. 
there's also oops. Oh. Uh, $5 Canadian from uh, Voice Inject. Thank you. Saying, hello, gents. How serious of a problem is disc rot to our precious disc-based game collections? And that is something that I think you'll get a lot of varied answers about. Yeah. A lot of I mean, people, a lot people say people that it's like not even, even it's not a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at, at present, it is is a very very small issue, um, but you know, just like Artemio says in Analog Frontiers, uh, I think it was part two. You know, everything will eventually decay. Like, yeah. It. it I mean, some things might be, you know, two centuries from now. You know, we we don't have to worry about. You know, but uh, some things might be 10 years from now, 30 years from now. Uh, you know, I mean, people were talking about apparently there's like a bad manufacturing run of Pokemon uh, Ruby, uh, Omega Ruby. You know, right, and Voltar right. actually had one and he, I believe, fixed it. I didn't look into the details of it, though. But he was I, able to, like, redo the soldering on it. I guess that. it is not necessarily a bad ROM, though. Right. Which is probably what people were freaking out about. Uh, there was $10 from uh, CloudFF72000. Thank you. Thank you. Saying, I just want to say thanks for making quality content and inspired me to make my own contributions to the community. Pictures of carts and boards of all 700 Ooh. Genesis games I own. Oh, wow. Now I'm price charting. That is awesome uh, that is a yeah it's awesome that's a crazy endeavor i mean that it's super valuable too because i mean there have been times where i have you know i have bought a game that i know is at risk of being a repro and i i try to look for i try to look for uh you know uh photos online of the real pcb so i can ensure that right. you know yeah i do have a real one Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I wonder, are you done with it yet, or is it that's an ongoing project? That's a lot of. That's a lot of photos. I mean, you know, that's that's what um, that's what you know. The part Analog Frontiers Part Five is in some part going to be about you know the the contributions anyone could potentially make. You know. Yeah. Uh, there is also $2 more from RC saying, is this, is this a must own game like Shovel Knight? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty impressed. It's really good. I mean, it's, it's, it definitely feels of, of that tier to me. Well, that's, that's has me pretty hyped to play it. Look at this guy, the snowman. Olaf. Olaf Bodegeg. Bo Bowie Deg. Uh, there's also $5 from uh, Azura saying, so wait, did you guys export to, what did you guys export to before we got ProRes on PC? Direct to MP4? 
Uh, and uh, yeah, we did. Well, we did. I mean, I should. We probably should have done, done it to like like Avid DNX. Um, but at the time, I guess we just didn't. Just like very like I guess high bit rate MP4s. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't think I don't think MP4 it looks that bad, really. I mean, obviously it's not not really archival quality, but you know. But but ProRes is the way to go, I think. Yeah, I mean, now that we can no. do it, absolutely. I we do it at 422 HQ, even though it's like. Probably not super necessary, but you never know. You know, for the for for the comparisons in uh, the RetroTink episode, I uh, I I exported it four 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 four. I, I couldn't find just a regular. I assume the four 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 means there's an alpha channel, and I couldn't find just a regular four 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 option mm-hmm. for exploring ProRes 2, but I felt like it was important for this episode in particular to keep 444 for all of the comparisons when I was exporting them because they're so heavy. I can't render them on the final render. You know, I need to render right, them yeah. ahead of time. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I, that was the first time I used those. I mean, they, you know, they take up a good amount of space. That's for sure. Excuse me. Uh, there was, there's $5 from a uh, Lee Mustang. Thank you. Saying, uh, I've got two games that are probably at the beginning stages of experiencing disc rot. Both are GameCube games, MGS Twin Snakes and Skies of Arcadia. You know, I, I, I have seen situations of I've seen situations of GameCube games that were just like maybe stored in some extraordinarily bad conditions or something. There, there's mm-hmm. a video that is actually a, a, a online uh, that's a, a, a somewhat local game store to me, Joe's Video Games in, in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Uh, <laughs> there's a video if you Google for it, for it, where they, they go through this binder that some guy picked up at a flea market. That's full of GameCube games. You hold them all up to the light and they are trashed. So I wonder if it's a thing with GameCube games, especially, or, but I think mostly if they're just kept in bad conditions is the impression I'm getting, but yeah. I mean, you know, when it comes to some of those like semi-proprietary formats, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know if, you know, maybe there are issues with not having the most uh, mature assembly line production. I mean, I just, I don't know. I think the number one thing that I miss about the Wii U is like, is the the discs with the rounded edge. Oh yeah, well, uh, Xbox discs are kind of smooth, aren't they? But not quite that smooth. Yeah, but they I, feel I like different the... from like PlayStation discs, still. Yeah, the, the 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 discs are so weirdly smooth on Wii U. Uh, there's ten dollars from Ricky Pod. Thank you. Thank you. Saying a little late to the conversation, but but 
one thing I want to mention that I like about your guys' videos is the cinematography. It makes it fun to watch some of your older videos, like the Retro Tank 2X. Mm. I mean, you know, it, like it's it's amazing the amount of B-roll that we shoot nowadays because we probably overdo it. Yeah. But uh, it's it's all because of the the Rhino Arc slider that we like basically changed the way that we our shows looked. Right. Pretty, I mean, when, when did we start? When did we start using the slider? I think the first episode to use it was the SSDS three episode. Really? So 2018, yeah, I think a, it was. Feels about right, I guess. Yeah, that 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 changed everything. And, that, and I mean, I'm, there's plenty of people out there that will say that we overuse it, for sure. But the reality but I, is it I, I feel makes like things easier in some ways. It can, but I think I feel like it adds a, like a sort of, although it might be slow sometimes, but it is it adds a sort of forward movement to like the like the feel of an episode. Like it's just. You know, you feel almost like you're being taken, like you're being pulled through the episode. Mm -hmm. there's, well, there's a sort of like kinetic energy to and, it. You know, I I feel like you can get away with <coughs> doing stuff like this longer. You can like get away with shot. holding the shot for longer, and it also makes it easier to get like a cool looking shot on your first try. You know? Yes. Yeah. So. Like, in a lot of ways, I think it does make shooting B-roll easier. <laughs> but, like, you know, we used to use, like, uh, the little turntable. Which, maybe yes. I should get rid of that, because, I mean... I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep mine just in case, but there's really no reason yeah. to do it. I'll tell you one thing. You know what I, I did on my trip this, this weekend... Uh, is I, I flew I flew a drone for the first time. Oh yeah, and it was kind of awesome. Man, I, and, I remember. Like now I'm kind of looking. It's like you know a drone. If like the drone I flew is like six hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I and, think it's I think it's shockingly easy to do. I remember. Uh... Well, the the way it's it's set up is it it's like a dual analog thing, and it just it feels like you're just like playing an FPS. Yeah. Well, and like the drones these days are like smart enough to like, I mean, if you really wanted to wreck it, you could, but you know, they, uh, they're smart enough in general to like, not let you totally wreck it. I mean, yeah. we had a drone at my old job and I remember my, apparently my boss had a very bad experience, uh, uh, flying at one time. And every time I was telling people like, oh, it's so easy to do. She, she was always like, no, it's not easy. And I'm like, it's easy. <laughs> but when, when, yeah. when we first got it, the, the guy who actually was the keeper of the drone was, was in like the sports broadcasting department. And he was mm -hmm. like, he was like, he was like, this is really easy, but don't, don't tell students it's really easy because I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't want don't them wanna... to like, want to use it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it was just really fun. And I, I'm, I'm going to admit that I do feel like at some point I will want to buy one. 
But you have to like you have to take a written test and everything. You got to get a license for it. Which is it's fine. I from what I understand that it's is it is just a written test like it's a multiple choice test that you have to take. It's yeah. not it's not like a driver's test or anything like that. Yeah, I mean you just have to say do you know to not fly it within, you know, 10 miles of an airport or whatever the heck it is, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Zane's dad says, get a drone with a camera, then downscale to 240p. <laughs> fly yeah, like, fly, like, fly the drone in front video. of your CRT. <laughs> uh, there is there is five uh, reals from Zenith VM. Thank you. Nice. Saying, uh, hey, adore your videos. Personally, I consider them quite well-made documentaries. As a result, thank you both for creating such content. Well, thank you for watching. That's, I mean, that's, that's I, I high praise. That it's. That I, it, I don't normally think of like our regular videos as documentaries, but some people do seem to seem to think of them almost in in those terms. <laughs> oh shoot! I oh. I don't know how I did that on accident. I was, I I thought I was changing. Is, you, to is your weapon? Is it a popsicle? It's like a. It looked like a. Uh, a popsicle. Well, I, I that weapon had a full heal, and I accidentally threw it instead of using the full heal. Oh yeah. no! And I'm out of weapons, and the check boss checkpoint is here. This is probably not going to go well. Yeah, uh, replicant eight one three is saying the DJI drones are crazy good. That's what I flew. Is is a uh, was like the DJI Air Mini two. And that's the one. It's like it's like five hundred ninety nine dollars or something like that. So I mean, I I definitely have it in my brain now. And I I used uh, on this shoot. I had to use the DJI uh, Ronin S. And as my first time doing something, you know, oh, with no. a lot of moving, using a like a gimbal, Steadicam type thing. And uh, it was not easy. I need. To, I'm gonna have to like practice a lot more. Yeah, gimbal is it. tough. It is. I mean, I, I have one. I, I have not used it much recently. Um, there is a smaller version of the of the gimbal that I could see myself, which isn't. It's, it's just a, the the Ronin SC is a smaller version of the one that I have been using for work, and that one it's like half the price. It's, it's like three hundred dollars. So I could see myself getting a smaller one to use, like with my own camera. I'm doing some cool stuff with it. It's just I don't know. I'm getting all this like equipment, equipment brain. Now, what else could I do with this stuff? Hmm. Uh, there's five dollars from Azura. Once again, thank you. Saying a disc rot depends on a, a lot on how good the pressing was. Universal HD DVDs are all going bad right now. We mm. got bad batches of Blu-rays at work too. Well, hopefully that sweet uh, project Echo will last for a long time. Hopefully that's going to be out in the next 
couple of year or two. So how's this wings work? Let's see. Oh. Oh, I can just double jump forever. Uh, this game has no no relationship to the to the Panzer Dragoons. <laughs> I do me. have a funny story about that. Well, though. actually, you know, it's like this this one, and uh, it's all part of the same. I guess it is. It's part of the Panzer series. This Panzer Dragoon and Panzer General <laughs> <laughs> are all in the same series. Well, the the funny thing is, I. Um... Hmm, what is this? This looks suspicious. Um, so Limited Run had the PS4 version of Panzer Dragoon uh, up at the same time that they had this, and you know I'm I'm all into combining my Limited Run shipping, you know, save money, right? Yeah. And I uh. Uh, I ordered Panzer Dragoon twice instead of ordering Panzer Paladin and Panzer Dragoon. <laughs> and like, I, I, I was like super lucky that I even noticed the error. Like, you know, when this Panzer Paladin was only going to be up for another week or two. And so I ended up ordering this alongside, um, um, I, I end up ordering this alongside, ooh, let's see here. I, let's put this weapon in here and then I'll do defense up for the boss. Um, I, let's see. I got this Scott Pilgrim and what was the other game I sent you a picture of yesterday? Uh, uh, fight, fight and rage, fight and rage. Yeah. Which we stream, but, uh, um, yeah, which I but, was surprised. I thought, I thought you were not going to get it, but I, I wasn't going to get it, but it was still up when I had to realize, oops, I still need to order Panzer Paladin actually. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like, eh, well, fine. I'll do it. Um, but speaking of games I got recently that are, you know, more smaller runs, if anyone wanted Agalos, Corey, could you make a um, an affiliate link for people if they yeah, wanted to yeah. get? Yeah, yeah. So I, I assume uh, it's still it's... there. Like, remember Agalos that Corey streamed? It was that Monster Boy-like game that actually that same developer just released Tanuki Justice, which was in the video. And people, a lot of people have been asking, "What's this game?" Uh, that was in Maybe the downscaling part, like next week or soon. Huh? Maybe I'll stream that soon. Uh but anyway. Uh, Agalos was like really expensive for a while, like like over a hundred dollars, wasn't it? Or it was yeah, it was up there. It was, but now you can get it from Amazon. I guess it's it's like thirty five dollars. Thirty five dollars, yeah, it looks like. Yeah, so it, it like you you notified me that it was coming back in stock, and uh, you're like, oh, I just I'll pre order. You never know what's going to happen. 
Yeah, because I was like, I don't know if this is actually going to come in stock. But I ordered it came, and then when it came, it was still in stock, I noticed. So drop that link yeah. in there if anyone wanted to get Agalos. I mean, you really liked it. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it, was, it was a lot of good, but I it was a lot of good. <laughs> I said that. I said that. It's, it, it, it is, it is, it's, it's very perfect. It's very perfect. That was my favorite outtake on that, that latest reel. <laughs> it is very perfect. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, I want, I want to play the, the Tanuki, Tanuki Justice. Uh, someone, someone tweeted to uh, to Wonder Boy Bobby on on Twitter saying like, "Hey, your Tanuki Justice was was in this video." Oh, really? Yeah. Did they, did they comment? They did not, as far as I know. I mean, they probably never see it downscaled. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't downscale. Oh, 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 Tanuki downscale. Justice. I did. Yeah, I did. I what, what were we talking I, about? Like yeah, that's what we we're talking about. Sorry, I for some reason I was thinking, oh, I didn't downscale. I didn't downscale Agalos. Yeah, unfortunately, it's you know it's it does not have a integer horizontal scale. Neither game does. Right. But I really like the style of his games. I mean, they're uh, they feel like Master System. They games. feel like Master System games, like very distinctly Master System games. And then I looked up his website. Well, what it was was I saw. I saw Tanuki Tanuki Justice and I was like, "Oh, this uh this seems this seems to look a lot like Agalos. I bet it's from the same developer." And I looked it up and it was and then their website like has like the master system like white grid design and stuff. And so it's like very obvious that their stuff is extremely uh master system inspired. Baba Yaga Babo, Baba. Oh, Baba. So, yeah, I mean, the physical said... version is is high. I think that when I got it, I think I bought it when it was I think I paid like 16.99 for it though. But that was like the last print run of it. I'm pretty sure it was like 16 dollars i mean that's the reason i ordered it in the first place because i was like oh it looks like a wonder boy game oh so actually mr self-improvement is saying uh actually the switch and pc versions of agalos came out first but then uh when he released the ps4 and xbox versions later i've been told they added interpolation really but i don't think um but tanuki well, which version of Tanuki Justice do you have? I have the uh, I have the Switch version. Well, see, I actually I, I don't have it yet, but I ordered the PS4 version, so I wonder what that one's going to look like. But is there, I don't know if there's a physical PS4 Agalos, or at least not one that's affordable. Uh, there is. It's it's twenty seven ninety nine on Amazon. It looks oh, like. Oh well, now no, it was temporarily that. out of stock. It just says temporarily. I'm going to add that to my to my wish list, and I would like hold it on. Yeah, because I I did end up getting the uh, ordering the uh, PS4 Tanuki just because it was like I don't know it was it was like ten dollars cheaper or something. 
There's this one game that I added to my wish list that I thought looked pretty good. And it looks like it comes out in a couple of weeks or something like that. Looks kind of like a like a Klonoa type game. Oh, yeah. Called, uh, called Kaze or Kaze and the Wild Masks. Oh, well, I mean, Kaze, I mean, that's... Yeah. That's obviously Kaze no Klonoa, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's like a... I mean, it, let me send you this photo. I bet you you'll think like, oh my gosh, that looks like. I do. I, I'm. A, I think I'm gonna probably pre-order just because. I'm gonna post it into the. Post it in the chat. Yeah, I want. Want to see. Oh. Uh, hang on. Can I? Yeah. I'm just. Well, I mean, I, well, I, I could see it in Discord too if you. Yeah, that's what I was gonna do. Look at the screenshot. Oh, yeah. Except it's not 2.5D, unfortunately. Right, right. Yeah. It... Kaze. K-A-Z-E. Uh, I, I don't can... totally love the art style, but I see what they're going for there. This is it right here. So it's kind of crazy to me that apparently I'm like fully upgraded and that doctor can't do anything more for me. I wonder if, uh, Oh, Mr. Self-Improvement says I have Kaze or Kaze or Kaze Kaze, however you want to say it. Uh, it's more like a cross between Sonic the Hedgehog and Ukulele Impossible Layer. Huh? Interesting. But that, but it being called I mean, I, I, I mean, I know that Kaze is just wind in J Japanese, but like that, that feels like they're, it feels like they're going for something there. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I, I added that one. I saw that the Cotton Reboot is up for pre-order. Oh. Comes out in at the end of next month. I didn't realize that there was a like a native PS5 version of Control. Well, yeah. Like it's, I didn't real. I mean, oh, I mean, does it come in a PS5 box? Yeah. Well, they. I mean, that I did not know, but but yeah, I mean, they they. I mean, they they announced. That. I, well, I, know, I know that it has like an upgrade, a free upgrade for it, but this is just like the upgraded version on a disc. On disc. Yeah. I didn't know they were going to do that. I, I, I see. I bought the the Control Ultimate Edition because <laughs> at first, you know, I, I I thought like, oh, I'll play this, you know, at launch, you know, and it turned out that the that version wasn't even available until this year i thought I, I for some reason i thought it was going to be available when the new systems launched but it wasn't mm -hmm. so um. 
Oh, they got it. They got Dustin Kramer's in the chat. Ah, welcome. Uh, I mean, it's not really like a, a robot-themed classic Vania. It's more of a mix between what did you say? Metal Storm meets Rastan meets Blaster Master. I don't without the overhead portions from Blaster Master. I mean, I don't know. It's really closer to a Mega Man like, to be honest. It's like it's like Mega Man with it's like Mega Man with you know with with Boards. sword controls, including down thrust and up thrust. So that's how I would. It's it's really very Mega Man. But you're 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 an android lady, piloting a giant robot fighting mythological creatures. And one of your weapons is a big hockey stick. Well, you can get all kinds of weapons. Yeah. And they have different magic spells that you can release. You can you can sacrifice the weapon, like even when it's like when it's about to break. To get a, an effect. Yeah. Like a large heal that I'm probably going to need soon. Kind of like... It's, like... it's like tax cut with mechs. Tax cut? Tax cut. Huh? <laughs> tax cut? You know, that... that you're... That, game that comes out every year and then you you know tax cut tax cut 99 is like the last one i played but every year they have a new version of tax cut i, I have i have zero clue what you're talking about <laughs> you know when you do your taxes you you know you there's this program a lot of people use called uh, tax cut okay I, when I when I worked at EB, we used to like say that, just say that certain things were like, <laughs> just to see if we could get people to agree with us, like they knew what we were saying. Mm -hmm. We would say, "Oh, you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like tax cut, but with dragons." <laughs> oh, I remember you telling that joke now. <laughs> yeah, you know, tax cut is you know it's a it's a big it's a big game. Games that comes out every year. They got a. Somehow they they keep that release schedule. I don't know how they keep it up. <laughs> but you know, this this is this is kind of like tax cut, but with with Max. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as as uh, as a person who is not a programmer, like. It's hard for me to imagine programming something that isn't a video game and being happy with it. You know? Like, just wait, programming wait. things that are not video games sounds very boring. <laughs> it's just it's a lot of uh, text and, uh, and symbols. <laughs> it's like WinRAR. But you play, but you pay for it. When rare, when rare, I, I I've always said like win rare, but I, I I'm assuming that it it's actually rare. I don't know. 
That's true, though. Uh, when I've always said win rare. Yeah, I I I've always said rare, but I assume that it's actually probably. I don't know. It's one. Of, that's one of those things. Oh, it is. So it, it is rare. We're in roar. Win R A R. I guess that makes doesn't doesn't have the same ring to it as as zip. Win zip. All right, Dustin. Good luck tomorrow. Let me know how it goes. Oh, is Dustin still shooting? Uh, yes. He's there for. 11 days, I think, total. Dang. He got the same day as I did, but he's there until... He's there, like, nine more days or something. Or maybe he's there, like, nine days total. <laughs> nice tall glass of 7-zip. 7-zip it. Look at that guy. It's 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 weird because a lot of the enemy designs in this just just feel weird that you're fighting them with a mech. I, I, I but that's kind of what I love about it. Like it's 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 supposed to be kind of an unusual juxtaposition. Yeah, it it doesn't make any make a ton of sense but that's that's what's well cool about i mean it. the opening cutscene of the game was like all these like these like mystical weapons like landed on the planet and they're like portals for these like mythological creatures and demons to invade earth through demons I mean, in some ways, it's like the story of Mario RPG, basically. It's like, so it's like Mario RPG, but, but with mechs. <laughs> it's like Mario RPG, but with mechs. Yep. And swords. Yep. And, and hockey sticks. Yep. <laughs> Tax cut and knuckles. Now starring <laughs> Dante from Devil May Cry. <laughs> but it's, but it's the, uh, the DMC version of Dante. Wasn't it like Dante? People were calling him Dante. Or just saying Dante, but spelling it D-O-N-T-E. You know, I was, I was kind of feeling lately like, like I might, like I kind of want to, want to get the new Devil May Cry. I was, I was playing, I, I was playing some Devil May Cry 3 for, uh, oh shoot, I meant to use that. I thought you had. I thought you had five. I somehow have them all. No, I. I've, I've, I've beaten the first three. I haven't beaten. Oh, I was. Yeah, I've beaten the first three as well. But that—that's all I've really played. Um. But uh, I. Uh, 
I was, I was, I was, I was playing some DMC three. I mean, I, I, I've never been a huge fan of the series, really, but I, uh, I was really enjoying the little bit of three that I was, I was playing the other day for the episode. Oh shoot! Dang it! I keep accidentally yeah. switching weapons before breaking them. I don't really know what the blessing does. Oh, it's it's health recovery. That's pretty nice. That's what you needed, right? Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. She went down fast when she went into that crazy form. I don't know why that happened. <laughs> Hex cut 11S echoes an elusive age mech edition. <laughs> I, 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 had, I had a little tr trouble getting acclimated on the first level, but then I've uh, done pretty good moving through these levels since then. I, I'm still baffled that this lady is just, like already at this point in the game. She's like, there's nothing further I can do for you. I keep checking just because it's like, really? Uh, tax Cut is not an actual game. It's a, it's a program. I don't even know if it's still around. I mean, isn't there like, I mean, it's just, it's just I, for I doing can, your taxes every year. I can understand where the confusion comes from. Cause isn't there like a, a like modern indie game called like accounting something or other. That's like yeah. an actual game. I don't know anything about it, but I assume it is a joke of some description. I like that. It says two arms every time when you sort of level. <laughs> What if we're all living in the tax cut game? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's certainly possible. <laughs> Turbo tax X puzzles and dragons. <laughs> there is, you can put put tax cut in any game title and it will never not be funny <laughs> yeah i guess i guess uh wasn't saturday tax day or is tomorrow tax day it got pushed by a month i think it might be tomorrow So how is my how's my mic sounding? Nobody's been complaining about me being too quiet. No, uh, I realized last week listening to my audio that my audio was a bit too loud last week, but I think that I've maybe dialed it in exactly where I want it to be now. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I I was listening to you at first, you know, on on not the best speakers or headphones, so. First, I think I was... that I that I was using it or the settings that I had before was making it sound a little bit too hollow. So hopefully bringing it down a little bit makes it sound better. I mean, never been saying it sounds sounds pretty good. Hopefully if, if this is sounding good, I'll never have to really change anything. Oh. Yes, that's right. 
Uh, Aragorn, Aragorn, uh, seventy-eight eighty-four, saying thanks for the great night trap trap documentary. And I have to ship out a copy of Night Trap. Tomorrow. Oh, I don't. I don't get the notifications I got, I got to Germany anymore. What's that? I don't get the notifications for that anymore. For some reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you if you feel like you want to send this one out, I can send you the email. I mean. I'm not, I, I I'm not will... busting to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to... This one's going to Germany. That's pretty cool. I think we only have... I, I have no idea how many you have left. Uh, I, But I may be... Yeah, I, I have definitely have less than 20 now. I... You know, I feel like I might still have a whole box of them. But I, I'm not positive. This yeah. guy is basically, uh, oh, I have to fight him this time. See, I had to fight this guy in the first level. And like most levels, he's like shown up and given me an item. So this this guy is like basically uh, Proto Man. Mm-hmm. Are we going to be selling any shirts anytime soon? I've definitely had a desire to have new shirts, but it's not something that I have invested a lot of time into. Uh, there will definitely be Blu-rays of Analog Frontiers. And we still have to get our M2 documentary packaged, which is something that was very closely happening at a, for a while, but it just got back put on the back burner. I mean, we have the discs themselves, but just no packaging because we got a bunch of extra discs from the, the limited run print of them. Like 300, when they were I think. Yeah, we have, we have, yeah, we have like 300 of them, but it's just a disc. But, uh, there's, there's been some, some talks about like an actual, like, uh, analog frontiers release which we're pretty excited about. It'll, it'll at least be two discs. Maybe yeah, I, even there's more. no way it couldn't. It could be less than two discs. Right, but I, we have a lot of extra material that could we could maybe even do a disc of just uh, that, possibly of yeah. just like extra stuff. Yeah, but not only that. I I guess when I was mowing the lawn last week, I was thinking about the the Blu-ray release of Analog Frontiers. And about how I thought it would be really fun, maybe, to, like, we have our episode audio commentary on there. But I wonder if we could get anybody else that is, like, not in it. To not do, in it. Who's not, who's not in it, but could just do, like, a commentary on it. Like a commentary audio track. Maybe so. I just, it just had me wondering who would be interesting to to do to have doing a commentary on it. Uh, we did not fix our Amazon Prime issue. It's just that's the way it is. We there's nothing we can do about it. I mean, it's 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 that way for everyone. Like they just took yeah. down non-fiction content. Yeah, they say unsolicited non-fiction content. 
I mean, I think that just finding somebody to do uh, commentary that is not in it, it would have to be somebody who is knowledgeable on the stuff and can just talk about it for a while. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I've th- I've thought about it a lot. Uh, it'd be really fun just to have like a different co- audio commentary on there from somebody who's just you know it just feels like uh talking about it yeah like like john and audie would that that'd be a really fun commentary i i mean that that's actually a great suggestion since they they aren't in it this but i bet you they be would it. do that was too easy they're getting really strong that's the thing is he dead already maybe you just found the right weapon for him or is that it i, I didn't think that weapons weapons don't really seem to have different attack values they just different range and then like certain weapons are stronger well i mean maybe certain enemies have certain weapon type weaknesses i don't know but uh i mean there's like blocks that can only be destroyed with certain weapon types but uh, i don't know yeah uh you want to do you want to do one more one more yeah yeah, i can do one more already are you feel like it's a good stopping place how many do you have left there's a One, lot of levels two, in this. Three. It looks like there's three left, and then I bet you know you've got your Wily Castle. So, right. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I could get that much further, but so maybe, maybe that's actually a pretty. That probably is actually a good stopping point. Yeah. We've we've been going till like after midnight these last couple of weeks. I'm kind of. Mm, wouldn't yeah. mind getting a. To, to sleep a little bit earlier. Well, yeah, I mean, I got the best sleep last night that I've gotten uh, since before <laughs> we started doing that retro teak video. <laughs> Ooh, I slept good. Yeah, this is a good game. I'm uh, I'm impressed. Yeah, it's... we got we got a we got five dollar donation from Craig Wan saying, yeah. "What's good? It's been too long, my dudes." Any chance they'll be covering the Fenrir ODE for the Sega Saturn? I'm about to pre-order it this week. Uh, probably not. But just because... Uh, just like doing another ODE for the Saturn after doing the... Yeah, I mean, you're, the thing is, like, your ODE situation is pretty settled, so you just don't have a personal reason to buy another. Yeah. And I'm sure Bob will do a, a video on it, but I think that Bob's already done a video on it. It's just, you know, with the new, uh, like, compatibility seems to be pretty good at this point. I don't know. I, I just think that probably not. I'd have to get a whole new one and get another system to put it in. Uh, there's five reals from Zenith VM oh, saying, uh, hey, any of you know if the frame mice are ships to Brazil? I mean, it would be extraordinarily expensive to yeah, get, get a frame meister uh, anywhere at this point, uh, just right. because it's out of print. I mean, you know, we just did um, the episode on the RetroTink 5X, which, I mean, it. If you're if you're willing to pay the price, or actually slightly less than the Frame Meister used to cost when back when we got ours, uh, I mean the RetroTink 5X um, 
does basically has basically all the perks that it had along with many of the perks of the OSSC, you know, it's, it's definitely, I would say the best all arounder right now because of how it does both 240p and 480i well. Um, so, you know, when that comes back in stock, I would look for that if, if Mike is able to ship those to Brazil. Um, so I, you know, that, that, that's what I would do. Framemeister is still a good device for people who already have them, but I, I would not seek one out today because it, it has its downsides, you know, including, you know, some, some video noise, uh, that's just inherent to how it works. Um, so I, I would not seek out a frame Meister today, but there, there are much more easily obtained alternatives. Um, you know, I, I, w I would definitely look at that RetroTink 5X video because if, if you're looking for the, at the frame Meister for things like it's got composite, it's got S video, it has motion adaptive D interlacing, you know, those are all the things that the RetroTank 5X is, is now doing. So that's that's what I would look to as a full-on FrameMeister, you know, alternative now. Um, but if you only need 240p stuff and you only need RGB and, and component and VGA, you know, the OSSC, you know, does that, uh, all that at a lower cost. But the RetroTank 5X also has composite S video and motion adaptive deinterlacing that the OSSC does not. So, um, that, but that's what I would look into over the frame Meister at this point. It's just, yeah. you know, so, 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 so many of our old videos are focused entirely on the frame Meister because that's all we knew. You know, that was what we knew at the time and they were available. You could still get them for 300 ish plus dollars, but you just can't anymore uh, because it's out of production. It's been out of production. So don't, don't seek one out just on the name brand uh, or just because they were talked up on the internet, you know, four years ago, <laughs> but I did want to mention that there was a $5 donation about a, about 27 minutes ago from mega x6 that didn't have a have a comment at all oh but thank you to, i miss i'll have that uh you know i almost you know when i i pulled i i need to record some random game on the frame meister for the retro tank 5x episode and i pulled mega man x5 off my shelf <clears throat> and after i was already recording i thought you know i I should have done Mega Man X6 just for Mega X6, <laughs> but I did X5. Maybe I'll do X6 next time. <laughs> uh, there's two more reals from Zenith VM saying, uh, thanks a lot for the advice and explanation. Oh, well, you're welcome. And check, uh, check the retro tink five X episode. If, uh, if you haven't already, it's, it's, it's been good to see how much people have enjoyed that episode. Yeah, for sure. I and mean, it is, been the one that uh it's you know has gone like it's done much better than any other video in the last 10 oh actually now it's fallen behind uh mario 64. It's, it's been like you know on youtube you can in your youtube studio you can check your like 10 most recent videos and see how they ranked for the amount of time that uh 
that it was out uh, relative to the other video. So, you know, this has been out for like, what, like 32 hours or something probably. Um, the first one day, yeah, first one day and 12 hours. And it's been like back and forth with the Mario 64 video. Like it started mm-hmm. off ahead of the Mario 64 video and then it fell behind. And then today it came ahead again. Now you're saying the Mario 64 one's ahead again. But it's, it's so yeah. gratifying to see a new video, you know, do that well. So, you know, yeah. I mean, and, you know, it, it should just be blowing Mike's mind that like products he is making are, are things people are getting this excited about. I mean, yeah. could you even imagine that? Like that you made this thing and people are, are this excited about it? Like it's... It's, it's, it's a cool position for him to be in, you know, <laughs> it's yeah. gotta feel good. Uh, and we're, we are less than eight, 8,000 subscribers away from 200,000 wow. at this point. There was, I, I, I saw a, 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 something from Venisaria pop up. I, I don't see it in the chat. I saw it pop up on the stream though. I see the five. Oh, there is five, five stream labs. Ah. Five, 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 five stream lab dollars. Thank you. <laughs> Saying uh, amazing stream as always. You guys are the best. Sorry, I'm, uh, I messed up my my knowledge fact checking. Your videos and streams have have come so far since you two started, and I think I can speak for most of us here when I say that we always look forward to great Emleg content. Well, thank you so much. Thanks. Thank it it is it's a so crazy to think about. Like even when we started doing these streams. You know, like having like barely anybody watching. Yeah. And this, you know, we just and it's now we're closing in on two hundred thousand on the uh, on the the overall subscribers too. It's so crazy. Although you know, I guess a lot of people when you see them get hit that one hundred thousand, it seems like the. 200,000 happens really quick after that. Not but for I mean, us. It'll be, it'll be three years or something like that to get yeah. that next 100,000, which is totally fine. I, I really have enjoyed the slower climb because you're the people that are watching and sticking around, they want to, they, they genuinely care. It's not like a, yeah, uh, like a viral video where people are subscribing for content that you just don't really make, you know, you just got lucky in terms of something. Yeah. Well, and two, uh, um, the, like this latest video, the YouTube analytics are saying more of your, this video is being watched by more of your subscribers. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, the, there's, you know, you, the, you've got that, that base of subscribers that, you know, seems to stick around. Yeah. I, I've, I've not, uh, I've not had any pressing need for a, a meteoric rise through YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, is that gonna, is that gonna do it for us this week? Uh, Yeah. I guess that will do. So, uh, oh, really quick. I see that Vanessa is saying YouTube algorithm doesn't like streams and videos on the same channel, apparently. Uh, I think that 
that I have heard that the way that we do it is is good though because uh it doesn't base uh it doesn't look at, at unlisted videos in the same way mm. they they don't uh like knock you for not having great retention for unlisted videos mm. so i think that has helped us and that that may have just been a happy accident that we decide to do things that way yeah. But oh, I mean, overall, like, I mean, it's definitely beneficial for us. I mean, you know, so uh, I'm I, 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 I have zero plans to change uh, uh, how uh, how we do streams based on, you know, YouTube algorithm, anything. So, it's, right. Because it works for us. It works for us the way we do it. So. All righty. Well, we will right, see well, you next. Thanks. Sunday. Thanks to everybody who uh, hung in there the whole whole night, and everybody who donated, and it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So thank you, and we'll see you soon. See ya.